everybody welcome to red sky city i'm tormented by gnomes joining me as always is our fantastic cast we've got bren golden boy seltzer and sideshow tonight is the first part of our phase two finale so if you can take a break for a moment look away from your portfolio stop watching the first corporate war breaking out before our very eyes <laughs> uh, we'd love to you to join us on some cyberpunk adventures uh alex josh how you guys doing welcome back uh, I'm, I'm doing I, great. I, can you That's hear me? I queue two people. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, your voice is omniscient. Yeah. Omniscient? That is a yeah, weird have... word to describe a voice. Omnis if a voice is omniscient, it's booming. It's present, you know? Okay. You got a right. I mean, that isn't you exactly what the word voice. means. It's not what the word means, but if you want to use it like that. Well, om omniscient <laughs> means all-knowing, right? Yeah. Right. Hard but for I a voice to be all-knowing. I associate it with the word of God. And that's why yes. your voice is coming through into my skull like the reverberations of God. That's actually what okay. I've been going for with my esports brand over the last couple of years. I want people to associate <laughs> me with an almighty power. Oh, okay. Mm. When oh, I die, I want religions to spring up around me. Oh, oh that's my food. <laughs> Are you there, God? It's me, friend's <laughs> food. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I must attend to one of my subjects. I'll, I'll, I'll grab it, I'll grab it, I'll grab it. Well, I was going to check in with Alex while uh, you stepped away, but that's all good. Uh, welcome back, Alex. I'm going to bring, actually, you know what? Since Jarex was with us last week, why don't I launch into a brief recap for you two? So, in our last episode, Natalie and Jarex and the Frizz met a contact by the docks who has a speedboat that can get you all out to the Great Pacific Garbage Patch, which is where this floating Arasaka, except it's a shell company, boat is located this mm -hmm. is the same cargo ship that ichiro and the other people who you believe to be soul killed who are in your bunker used to get to night city mm. you have reason to believe that it contains valuable research into soul killer and ai and you've got its coordinates from mr kernigan especially after doing a few different jobs you know it's in the great pacific garbage patch so while Jarex, natalie and the frizz who will be coming with you won't be with us this week but should be with us next week were securing transport, Jim and the Monarch were doing some preparation of their own. Your target is a thousand miles away off the coast of California, in the middle of a gigantic sargasso of plastic and shipwrecks and uh, ship-seeking mines and dolphins that may or may not have cybernetic lasers installed in their heads. It's scary stuff. Okay. We are going to fast forward to the moment that you all pull up alongside the ship in the middle of the Great Pacific Garbage during last week's episode, the Monarch and Jim, one, had the opportunity to spend some of the money they made from the Red Chrome Cargo heist on gear that you may need for this operation. And two, Jim spent some time talking with Mr. Kernigan about the new order he's trying to set up in the combat zone. Making friends, shaking hands, kissing babies, that sort of stuff. So you'll be able to advance your plans assuming you don't die horribly. Before we take ourselves into the middle of the oil-slicked, AI-haunted Pacific Ocean. 
what would Jim and the Monarch like to pick up for their little adventure? <clears throat> if any. My God. I mean, Lord I, Almighty. This is a loaded question, dude. To talk to Jerax and Natalie, because they've already done some shopping and some stuff happened, which I'm sure they'd be happy to fill you in on. So they can bring you up to speed on what they may have acquired so you can fill out the rest of your shopping list and we can go yes, please. pick up some old secrets. Yes, please. You want to know what I bought? I want to know everything you bought. Jerax is uh, eating. What, sorry? Jerax is eating. He eating? Doesn't, he's not taking uh, any, uh, any questions at this time. Right, okay. Well, uh, could Jerax hurry the heck up? And then I'd love to know what Jerax bought. Uh, have you booked this meeting in advance? Uh, in what sense do I need to book a meeting with a lifelong friend, Jerax? This guy's serious right now. You want to know what, what I got? What a menace market? to society. Jerax, I've checked your schedule, and it does not look like Jim Fingers booked an appointment. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, a you, problem. You haven't booked an appointment there, Jerax. Why don't you book uh, one with us, you asshole? What do you mean? No, you're supposed to... No, that's not how this works. Anyway, okay, I suppose I could take some time out of my busy lunch schedule. I've got kibble disguised as Mediterranean food. Mm. Um, don't know what flavor it is yet. It's like a mystery. It's a mystery box. Mystery what flavored kibble. Was, yeah, what I, what, I, what I purchased, I had a bit of trouble getting it. Um, a gun that shoots microwaves. Um, a scuba diving suit. Um, and I'm trying to think of what else I got. Got something else. You got mm. a scuba diving suit and what yeah. else? I definitely got something else, but I can't remember what it is at the moment. You're killing me right now. Because I didn't record it in my character sheet. That is unlucky because <laughs> I also did not record it because that was not my responsibility. Huh? Guess you didn't buy wow. anything then. Wait, no, 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 no. It was, it was in. No, no, no. I, di I did. I did. I don't think I you did. bought anything. <laughs> I did. I'm telling you. Now. Wait. Yep. No, I. Um, no, never mind. I uh, yeah, I'm lost. So you a microwave a gun, suit. a scuba diving suit. It was um, the, the suit that would protect your deck, or did Frizz buy that? No, that was that was Miss Frizz. Oh. Yeah, I I I just okay. I I know I remember what it was now. It was um, reloady fuel for the grapple gun, um, and that was it. That's all I purchased. Didn't make any extravagant purchases. Um, yeah. Is that is that the we... official title of it? Reloady fuel. Well, if you're going to buy the brand name stuff, then yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, yeah. Only yeah. want the best. What, uh, what, do, what do we need the scuba suit for? Can we just get a boat? I'm trying to swim. We, we may be diving. There may be some sections of the boat that are submerged in water. We may be diving. You've we'll got to be. I would recommend, warm. yeah. I would recommend a scuba suit. <sighs> Natalie, by the way, is wearing now a giant, like, backpack and is holding onto the straps and is just, like, waiting for you to ask her what she bought. All right, Natalie, what did you buy? Okay, check it out! And she whips around and then Jonah's right there, and even though he's blindfolded, he knows right where the zipper is, and he unzips the back of the backpack, and in it are all these little foam compartments with different grenades that have labels and pictures and instructions on how to use each of them. So I've got... Oh, I didn't buy any of your smoke grenades, but we definitely got uh, explodey grenades, uh, two EMP grenades, and what are these other ones? Incendiary? 
Oh, mm, okay. Because we're by we're by water, uh, so I'm sure that incendiary grenade well, would I, really work out. I've got out. a question for you, Monarch. Yeah, yeah go go for it. The shopping list you gave us, you asked for tear gas. Yes, yes. Why? Because we have the masks. We throw the tear gas in. They can't see. We then push forward and we shoot them in the face. Who is shooting in the concept. face? Who can't see? I don't know. Whatever's there. Okay. The Look. humans we're going to be fighting on the ships. Are you going to be Why, why do you say humans? Why do you say humans? Because like because there's the only one type of thing that lives. It's humans. You, you know. No, 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 not... no, 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 no. Listen. <laughs> the, 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 what? It makes sense to me. Okay. Are we in the bunker? Because like, I would like to dramatically gesture in the direction of Ichiro. Yeah, like no. th th this is what we have. We shall be expecting is robots with people minds in them. What Please if? Help what if me? Oh, that thing's weird. What if people <laughs> are there, and and then also fish pirates? Has anyone considered the idea that fish pirates well, or sharks okay. could, with laser beams attached to their heads, could be a thing? Has anyone thought mm. about that? Anybody? Actually, I was lot. thinking about that. The point I was getting to was that we actually didn't buy the tear gas grenades because we thought it was pointless. Um, and I was just trying to let you down gently. Well, breaks my heart. I step away for a little while, go hang out with Booger, you know, chill I do, with I do. Chethathin. And... Yeah, I, I do have a microwave gun, though, and I think you would be the best suited for it. Oh, yeah, sure. I'll well, take actually, a microwave wait. gun. No, actually, Maybe I don't think... Jonah would. Yeah, I don't think I should hold a microwave gun. I would rather shoot and kill, if that makes sense. I mean, you'll be, it, it kills robots. Microwaves kill. Bullets kill, too. <laughs> True. Boys, it boys, all, I mean, boys. All of the all projectiles works. and radioactive waves that you have at your disposal will kill. I'm confident. We have to think about the exact type of enemy, which is why we're having the tear gas discussion, Alex, which is we want to prepare you. I don't think robots or dolphins are going to cry much. But <laughs> there are well, other ways. Well, Oro was into some weird anime stuff, and those robots were crying, and there was uh, sexual activities, and it was just, it was wild. All right, I don't know what the kids like these days, and even though me and him were the same age, he was a weirdo. All right? All I know is I'm going to need a long vacation after this is done, <sighs> because you people stress me out. Uh, so do Look, I just need to buy a wetsuit? Is that what I need to buy? Or, you know, the, the scuba diving suit? I mean, you can buy whatever you want. I'm not forcing you to buy a scuba diving suit. I'm just saying the question there may I be asked some... You. Well, I'm, uh, you're, you're, you're an adult, aren't you? <laughs> I don't care about that. I'm trying to get the mission done, all right? Do yeah. I need a scuba diving suit? Yes or no, Jerax? Maybe. I don't Fucking know. God. Okay. I'm you know just what, coming I'm gonna, prepared. Gonna, uh, how many how many scuba scoots do we have? Was it only you that bought scuba one? Scuba scoots. Scuba scoots. How many scuba scoots? Listen, you heard me the first time. How many scuba scoots do we have? <laughs> um, I don't know. Did you buy one? Natalie? I bought one. Yeah. Did Jonah buy one? Uh, Natalie looks at Jonah. Uh, does Jonah <laughs> have his own money? Uh, most of my budget comes out of your budget, ma'am. Well, then we absolutely bought you a suit, Jonah. In fact, ours match. Mm. Even so, yes. better. Deduct 100 eddies for that, please. 
We all have our own scuba suits. All right, I'm buying a scuba suit, deducting 100 eddies. Yep. Okay. Scuba okay. suit's been bought. I oh, will... and harpoons as well. That's what I was harpoons? about to suggest. I was about to suggest harpoons. Do we have any weapons that actually work underwater? The grapple guns, maybe. The grapple guns are not a weapon. <laughs> Natalie would like... <laughs> it could be. No, they're, they're, they are simply not a weapon. Um... Well, no, but here's the thing. Underwater, are we going to be encountering much? Now, there was tails. I don't mean to scare you here, Monarch, because I, I know you don't like the sea, but there are tails that the corporations may have trained dolphins with chainsaws on their heads to attack what? anything under the sea. Yeah, there's tails of this. Uh, I didn't know this was a thing, but uh, it's recent information for me. And you want to harpoon them to us? Yeah, I heard that too. I don't no, want to. No, I'm not just. You, you need a means to kill. You need a means to <laughs> dispose of them. You know, as uh, as intelligent as dolphins are, it would be a crime, I think, personally, to dispose of them. But if they're coming at you with a chainsaw, you got to do what you got to do. So I would suggest maybe getting some means of destroying things underwater. A scuba suit would be quite nice. Scuba scoot. You've got one. Yeah, I just one. I just got one, and and I'll I'll get a harpoon. I swear it. I'm gonna need therapy uh, and, and anything else you might want, honestly. Because uh, as I said before, you're an adult. I'm not gonna shop for you. See, no, you see, I don't like the way you're talking. You're 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 talking like I'm an idiot. Okay, you, you're talking well, to me. Listen, and, you've interrupted me during lunch, and <laughs> you didn't you didn't show up a meeting. You're like seventy percent robot. Why are you even eating? You didn't shut up a meeting. So this is the, this is what I'm giving you. Okay, you can go do your own thing now. Oh God! All right, how much is a harpoon gun? A hundred eddies. I will I will get a harpoon gun, begrudgingly. Uh, let me see. It has a clip of eight arrows or harpoons, rather. Uh, you can get more of those if y'all want. Four ten eddies each. There's also a variety of different types of harpoons you can get, of course. Armor piercing, uh, basic, biotoxin, a few others. And all those are 10 eddies each? Oh, no, only the basic ones are 10 eddies for a pack of eight. How much Everything are the armor piercing? 100. 100? And how many do I get of that? Just one? Eight. I get eight. Wonderful. You get a clip I'll do of that. eight. All right. Um, are you guys giving Jonah the microwave gun? Because if not, I'm going to buy him a harpoon, too. Oh, okay, he's got it. The damage on that weapon, by the way, I believe is 4d6. You're, you're correct. I'm muted on vMix. <laughs> not mm. anymore. Is pistol but different yes. than handgun? Pistol is handgun, that is correct. Oh, okay. Well, maybe I think I'm gonna buy it. Oh, and out of game, uh, how much XP do we have? Oh, how much did I hand out at the end of last session? Let me see if I can find that. It was probably 40. 40? So that put me up to mm -hmm. 66. Yeah, everybody take 40 improvement points. I don't <clears> know <throat> if I actually passed that out last time, but you get 40 improvement points. Mm. Excellent. Jim, do you have any prep that you want to do before you head out to the Akudo Maru? I mean, I I feel like it's less prep and more information gathering is what we need. How can you prep for something that you don't 
you don't know what you're facing. It could be anything from robots to sharks with chainsaws on their head and anything in between. I mean, the information I'm okay. getting from the rest of the crew here is is nonsense. I feel like no one's constructed a proper reconnaissance mission in the slightest. But but then you can't go and see the area itself anyway. So right. So what I'm what I'm trying to think is we kind of this this was something that nobody really knew about. So I'm I'm struggling to think of someone that I could use to get in touch with that would be able to give me any info that we don't already have. It's almost like we are the specialists when it comes we to this kind place. Of are. Yeah. We kind of are. The only people who might possibly know anything are members of Hanako Arasaka's uh faction. And mm. you don't I mean that you don't really have a lot of reach over there with those folk. Yeah. So uh, what I'm uh, what I'm struggling with here is what are we even possibly prep for? I think I think the prep work I would do in terms of uh finding stuff or, or buying stuff would be um in order to in order to actually make use of whatever we find when we're there. I mean, we're looking for information, but if we don't find I mean, we don't even know what we're going to find when we're there. So, well, like what do you guys know about this place so far? Good question. Uh, there, we know that it's on a ship that uh has been separated from the the shipping system that used to run it, and so there's an AI that lives on the ship that is maybe making decisions or maybe powered down, um, but it's kind of just been cruising around in this garbage patch, like AI alive style. Just maybe doesn't even know the war's over. Mm. <clears throat> yeah. Well, so I... a on. little bit of background on the data crash. Most shipping was automated. It relied on GPS satellites, but again, you didn't really have a normal pilot, crew, captain, etc. These gigantic cargo ships would just be self-piloted by AI. But the net died. It was one of the key events in the past of Cyberpunk Red. The net died. It was devoured by viruses unleashed by Raish Bartmoss. And so those viruses got into almost everything. They destroyed almost the entire network internet. They devoured, moved in, corrupted spread themselves through every single system that they had access to. It was like a gray goo event, but digital. These rabbits viruses would just sort of replicate, attack things, replicate, attack things, spread through every single system that they could. Those rabbits viruses themselves constitute a limited AI. They're all AI clones of Rash Bartmoss, who is this legendary netrunner mm. and agent of chaos. So these viruses infected almost everything, and any netrunner who they came across, they just destroyed their brain, just burned them out, took over the whole internet, ran, ramp ran rampant. Other AIs that they encountered, they either absorbed and assimilated, or they set them loose. They freed them from whatever their programming was and just let them run around the internet. That's why Netwatch shut down the old net. That's why everything is limited to local data pools on these air-gapped systems that are not connected to the World Wide Web. Every piece of machinery and server that could be separated from the web was manually separated. So GPS satellites, kind of only sort of a thing right now. And those viruses got into every single system that they possibly could. So either this ship, its AI was infected, 
by the rabbit's virus. So it's just a, a wretched hive of this virus running around in it. Or if it survived, it was left alone. It's like having, you know, an Amazon Echo without a connection to the internet at all. It's just basically a box, right? With limited, mm. limited programming. So that is what you could expect on a normal cargo ship. Also, the Fourth Corporate War started out as a naval shipping war. It was between two shipping companies, and then it escalated till Arasaka and Militech got involved. So a lot of the technology involved was based on interrupting shipping, controlling shipping lanes, automated submarines, anti-ship mines, cybernetically enhanced orcas and dolphins with chainsaws on their heads, all sorts of stuff. Okay. But again, those are ambient hazards. Those are the things that Father Graceland shared because Father Graceland is from a seafaring nomad pack and so knows about these things, whereas most of you folks are largely landlubbers. But like, that's just, oh, you want to go into the ocean? Here's what's going on out there. Here's what's going on in the wide world. This ship has its own stuff going on and you still have limited information about this particular ship. Right. But the one thing Miss uh, Miss Frizz provided for us was she copied the uh, IDs of the Arasaka employees uh, that were in our bunker, and I mm -hmm. think we also have their uniforms as well, so that might be helpful. Correct. Mm. Mm. But uh, it's still Georgia. very exploratory. It's not yeah. like we have a clear we... task. It's about exploring and seeing what we find when we're on there. I mean, there's probably going to be in a moment. Um, Jim, you specifically, one thing you mentioned a few episodes ago was that this could be an ace in the hole. There could be information, secrets, technology on this ship. Yeah. It would give your team a one-up over the conspiracy since apparently nobody knows about the rabbits. Ren yeah. and Alex both had something they wanted to say. I just wanted to say I bought binoculars for 50 eddies, and uh, I'm at 450 now. Good show. Did you take your 2,000 eddies payday from the Red Chrome heist? No, I didn't. I only had 800 on me. Yeah. Get out of that, that changes my that changes my life. Hold on a second. Wow. Stonks. Like stonks. Bro, it's, it's stonks, bro. It's <laughs> it, not only have I had a great day on my portfolio, but I'm having a great day here too. All right. Mm. Hold on. Let me look around. I mean I just gotta do some more shopping real fast. So don't don't mind me. Don't mind me. I was gonna say that. Yeah, we don't know what's on the ship. We're just going to be digging for information. Mm. I have a goal. Jarex has a goal. Okay. But, uh, yeah. I'm just does going a, to make sure you guys don't die. Does a crossbow work underwater? Yeah, I would say yes. so. Yes. Yeah, because most guns do not, and a bow and arrow would not. But a crossbow, yes? I'd say yes. A dart gun should have similar stats, but it uses a different skill. You use crossbows with the bows skill rather than the handgun skill. So oh. you've been ranking up in that and not telling me, well played. Ah, <laughs> uh, I did not see this coming. <laughs> uh, I didn't where, really where you think that I would have gun? to... I'm, I'm not seeing a dart gun. gun, I see crossbow. Yeah, the dart gun is in the rule book. I don't know if I put it into roll 20 for you guys, but it runs mm -hmm. 100 at, uh, did I say 100? Yeah, I think it's 100 eddies. Well, yeah, it's 100 eddies. It works underwater and he uses the handgun skill. Well, I got a dart gun now. So, because I'm not trying to die. All right? I'm not trying mm -hmm. to die. Mm -hmm. so. let, me, 
Unless somebody else had something, let me lay down a few other things you know about this ship. It was owned by Hatashi Shipping, which is a shell company that was under the control of Hanako Arasaka, who appears in Cyberpunk 2077, by the way. She is one of Saburo Arasaka's children. She runs one of the three major factions within Arasaka. They're sort of the loyalist faction that's still loyal to Saburo after the Fourth Corporate War. She's seen as something of a moderate, and she was pulled into the public eye reluctantly. Most of her passion is for net running and for programming. That's what she actually would like to do with her time if she could. You have linked her to the Arasaka employees you found in their basement, who you suspect but have not confirmed have all been soul killed. Because they were they had code tags that said soul killer fallen fear. Mm. 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 I think all right here's here's a couple of things that I think I would stock up on then well I'm thinking more about kind of the the um the the job itself here I'm wondering because we we have a speedboat did you say to be able to get out there Father Graceland the nomad is going to transport you out on a speedboat yeah and we're gonna after you're done shopping, we're going to cut to you guys pulling up alongside the ship. Okay, so the first thing I'm thinking is we're going to want some uh, some floats so that we can, if, we are, if, if we're trying to transport things that are not, we can't transport them from the bottom, we don't have any kind of winching gear or anything, we're going to need some, some pretty serviceable floats. To be able to, I don't know, drag them behind us if there's anything important technologically wise, or um, mm -hmm. or to uh, or to at least scavenge and then take back with us. So I think some kind of flotations are going to be important here. I think a communications scrambler is going to be important as well, just in case there's an issue with uh, with anybody that's paying attention to this for whatever reason. Um, and I think, yeah, I think that's, I think those are the most important things, actually. Okay. There's no pricing for a float. Um, mm. a speedboat is 30,000, a jet ski is 20,000. I feel like, depending on your cargo capacity, it shouldn't be more than like a thousand eddies for a nice big raft that can carry a good amount of cargo. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah. Okay. That's for like a pretty big size one. So go ahead and drop as many of those as you'd like. All right. Well, I only have a thousand, a so I'll go for that. I, I, I could drop. I could drop five hondo for you, buddy. Thank you. I appreciate that. No problem, man. No Natalie problem. takes out her wallet. I to do math real fast. And then uh, once I do that, we out here. So. She carefully counts out some bills and puts, you have 500 for me, too. Yeah. Just like. Just going so through there it. is an item called a scrambler slash descrambler. What it's designed to do is deal with the problem you guys always have of worrying that somebody's tapping into your comms. Uh, let me see if there's a jammer. I bet that's what it'd be called. Yes, yeah, uh, that's that's what I'm after. A jammer, really. Although a scrambler would also be useful. A scrambler and a jammer, they would both be useful. All right, I don't see. You know what? I'm just going to say it's a similar price for both. 500 eddies for a device that will 
encrypt your communications. Each person using it needs one of those devices. Mm. Uh, but also 500 eddies for a local comm scrambler. That'll just, you know, block cell phone transmission and that's okay. All right, well, I will buy one of each of those, and I will tell the others that they should probably buy a scrambler as well. Am I buying a scrambler for decrypting? Like, what, if you what get kind a scrambler, of... you can tie it into your comms or your cell phone, and that way you can talk to somebody else who has one, and your communications okay. will be encrypted. It won't be intercepted. Okay, yeah, that's 500 eddies, yeah? Uh, it seems like 500 eddies wasted. You guys are normally really good at coming up with codes in the field. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I, true, I, put the, I put the money in. Yeah, me too. Put it in. Tom Scrambler. Nope. All right. I think Anybody it's uh, time to bounce out then. We ready? Natalie's got her yeah, backpack I mean, on by the door. <laughs> as ready as we'll ever be. I am born ready. Yeah, you're a robot. It doesn't really matter. Actually, do I have to waterproof my cybernetics? The rules do not specifically say that you do. Sure, there are many campaigns that take place in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Mm. Is that uh, not why they had to get the special bodysuit? Yeah, that I think that if you that's why the Frizz got the, the net running deck, the, the bodysuit for net running, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think that most of your cyberware can survive immersion in water. Mm. I mean, okay. I mean, you shower. Cyberware, right? yeah, cyberware replaces human body parts. Human body parts can sustain water. So I'm gonna say yes. I, I've just realized as well. I would also like to purchase a a satellite phone. I'm assuming that we're going out far enough that we wouldn't actually be able to use the normal communications devices that we use when we're like our agents are not going to work mm -hmm. because we're not in the city. Am I correct in that assumption? You are correct. Yeah. So I would definitely like to purchase some kind of satellite phone in case things go very wrong. We get dumped by the nomad and we're just drifting out into the, the, the ocean for the rest of eternity. That's probably smart. Natalie whispers, I'm so glad Jim's back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jerax oh. and I trying to shop was not productive. <laughs> well, looking up agents, it turns out your agent keeps track of local fashion trends. And if you follow its recommendations, it gives you a plus two to your wardrobe and style skill. Wow. <clears throat> what? Yeah, so one of the things you have to swipe on your notifications constantly is it giving you like a 3D model of your body with the latest for whatever, you know. If you're trying to get more attention from people at clubs, you should consider the latest in this wear. If you're trying to look <laughs> oh. dangerous and un unapproachable, try black leather and spikes. <laughs> that works for multiple demographics, actually. I have not been following its recommendations. I've noticed. <laughs> I'll send you guys the, the list of things your agent can do for you. Um, give me 200 eddies, and we can we can patch in a satellite on okay. that. Okay, sounds good. All right, anything else, team? No, I'm uh, ready to head out. Cool. I'm ready. You mount up in the speedboat uh father graceland plugs in the neural jack into the device and just uh 
<laughs> plays the guitar as you roll along out into the Pacific Ocean. Oil slicks and wreckage and debris and not a, a fish to be seen for hundreds of miles. It's going to be a 16-hour journey just speeding over the ocean out into the middle of the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. As you get closer to it, the ship starts to bump into old pieces, floating water bottles. Um, wasn't there like a cargo container full of rubber ducks or something that spilled and they washed up on foreign shores for years and years? Yeah. Uh, enormous okay. rubber ducks, broken, you know, the, just tons and tons of skeletal sea turtles caught in those six ring plastic wrappers. Sniff those things, folks. Uh, wrecked ships, sunken ships, and just the garbage of... Years and years of consumer culture followed by a, a large number of devastating wars. The ship has to move extremely slow. This smell wafts off of this miles and miles wide sea of floating rubbish. And beneath the ship's hull, that rubbish goes all the way down to the sea floor as objects of different levels of buoyancy float and are carried by the ocean currents up and down. The water is gritty from millions and millions of tons of those little plastic beads that you sometimes used to find in your face wash. Those things end up in the ocean. They're all caught here as well. Uh, it is foul. It is smelly. And there is not a seagull to be seen for miles and miles around. What do time? people... Uh, I have a quick question. Do people live on this? Uh, not voluntarily, though there are probably <clears throat> nomads who scavenge off of it and do salvage mm. operations off of it. There could be a few different communities down there. There are rumors that some of the underwater labs from before the Fourth Corporate War are still down there, and people still live there in near total isolation. The sea labs? Mm, like fallout. Yes. They would have been down there for the last, you know, at least 24 years. Hmm. Mm. Okay. <sighs> Fortunately, your guide, Father Graceland, thank you, Jay Gray, for joining us last week, is exceptionally good at what he does, and he pulls you up alongside the vessel, uh, which it takes a little bit of searching, but the coordinates that Mr. Kernigan gave you pay off. Soon you can see the outline of the whole of this massive ship. It's got to be over a thousand feet long. It is listing slightly to one side been drifting out here for two decades just sloshing around with the trash uh, cargo containers have rolled off of it and fallen into the water to sink to the below but some of them are still up top and attached your speedboat is dwarfed by this hulking rusting leviathan it is eerily silent except for the gentle waves of the water and the sound of garbage rubbing up against itself and bumping against the hull of your ship. What would you like to do? And how are you equipped? Hmm. How how tall is this? This boat? Oh, let's see here. 1,300 feet from left to right. Uh, Twenty-one stories tall. Uh, from the engine room stories yeah have you ever lived in a port town in real life no yeah like 
I went to my boss's wedding years and years ago, and he had this beautiful San Diego down by the bay, just with the water flowing and everyone sitting down in the green grass and the, on the chairs with the white tents in the background and them saying their vows. And this absolute giga chat of a ship, of a cargo ship, <laughs> this ugly bastard right behind them, ruining the pictures. That thing took like 10 minutes to go by. It completely blotted out. It, like that 21 stories is from the engine room to the top of the tower. You know, there's a bridge mm -hmm. tower at the top, but most of the bulk of it is just all the way up to the cargo deck. This thing is enormous. What? Hmm. And we're on just like a sheer metal side of it, right? We just kind of pull up and like, how high is the nearest porthole to where we're at in the waterline? Roll perception. These things aren't really designed to use. <laughs> Keep laughing every time I see this. The full the microwaves are really going to come in. <laughs> oh my god, what a roll. Oh, okay. God roll. That's not bad. You know, the, I, I took the ride out here to study uh, drive sea vehicles. Sea vehicles. <laughs> I've been learning a thing or two. Solid, solid. Uh, I'll send you folks. I'll just drop some. I'm not going to share it on stream because, you know, we don't have the rights to this stuff. But I'll just drop some information that you guys can pull from here. All right. So there is a large section on the side that is designed to haul things up. There are no portholes along the whole of the ship. It's designed to carry millions of tons of cargo. And, uh, but there are, I mean, there's emergency like places to climb up. And with that enormous check, you notice a hole in the hole, <laughs> H-O-L-E-H-U-L-O. -E <laughs> and it's high enough up that you could probably grapple into it if you needed. Mm. Mm. The dimensions mm. of this hole in the hole? It's about four meters wide. Oh. You also notice that uh, one of your other points of egress, you could either climb your way to the top deck using some like emergency ladders and stuff on the side and a little bit of luck. That would require you to go up incline. It's listing slightly in the water. It's not like on its side. So you'd have to go up the incline side in order to climb up the top. The hole in the hole is on the other side, so it's kind of tilting away from you. There also appears to be a loading bay down closer to the ground. It's heavily sealed up. You know, it's designed to be watertight, and it's at about the water level. But a ship like this often has some water, you know, running for buoyancy down in the bottom. And this looks like a place where smaller ships could disembark if necessary. It's sealed up tight, however. Mm. So you've got three primary points of entry. Can I ask the reverend? <clears throat> Father? Mm -hmm. God? <laughs> what, uh, you know, what, what would he advise in this circumstance? Where should we embark? Where, where or embark board? Where do we board from? What is the best course of action here? Um, given all the information that we have. I mean, Father Graceland doesn't have a whole lot of information about what it is particularly that you're going after, except that you name-dropped Arasaka a while ago. Uh -huh. So it's sort of a, you know, I'm, I'm in charge of transportation. The rest of this, you know, good luck on that. If you can enter, that hole was caused by something, but who knows how long ago that happened. And it's probably not an intended access. So if you go Goodbye. up on... On the deck, you'll have a lot of options in terms of where to go from there. 
you go into that hole, you might be able to circumvent security possibly. Uh, if you go through that loading bay, you'll have to figure out some way to open it up. Would it be possible for me to use my binoculars to see maybe like what's, or like obviously not inside of the hole, but like <laughs> what is, that sounds hot. Uh, but like, like maybe like what's around it, like, like around the entrance way, you know, like, would that be a possibility? Absolutely. Make a perception check with those binoculars. <laughs> do that. Uh, okay. Perception check incoming. 14. Sorry, okay. guys. Does this boat have any flares that we could chuck in there to get a better view? Oh, uh, yeah. Your boat almost certainly comes with some flares installed. That makes total sense. Mm. <laughs> Natalie waves one around, but then hands it to Jonah. Historically <laughs> more accurate. Uh, and she's going to say, you think there's anything flammable in there? We could chuck this inside. And if nobody stops her or Jonah, that's what's going to happen. Yeah, I say go for it. What's the worst thing that could happen? It blows up. There's we oil. just go back and we leave this godforsaken ocean. There are oil spills everywhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah, do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I like the cut of your jib. All right. So, Monarch, as you look up there, you see there's a hole. It's blown outwards. So whatever the explosion definitely occurred inside the hole. It was not like a, a bomb impacting the outside of the hole. Uh, it went from the outside. Some of the edges... It's heavily corroded from years of exposure to the salt water and the sea air. So it's not a mm -hmm. recent explosion. And you see signs of machinery inside. Uh, if you had to take a guess, you'd say it's it's not an engine room, but maybe some sort of maintenance bay. It's definitely not a cargo hole. It's, it's not just, you know, a hold for holding stuff. It's got some sort of maintenance function. Hmm. Interesting. We could fire the microwave gun at it. <laughs> no, no, but I do like the idea of just. I think maybe we take this the the hole. If it's a, because if it, it looks like a maintenance bay, which means that, whatever is there, there there might actually be an opportunity for Jirax to find a a, a spot to jack in, or we can clear out any of the the tech that may be there like we we could potentially get some kind of control or an idea of what is capable uh with this ship it actually isn't a bad idea to take a trip into the maintenance bay but that's just me that's what i think mm -hmm. i don't know i quite like that idea i'm down for that yeah let's do it all right all right how go would in you, how would you like to approach you're just gonna grapple up Hell yeah. 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 Hell I yeah. Think, I think we'll just grapple in. We'll, yeah, we'll ring the front doorbell. Way. What's the worst that could happen? Explosion. Course from the inside outwards. We know there's killer robots. Experimental Arasaka technology. Nah, that mm -hmm. can't go wrong. It yeah, can't go wrong. Nothing could possibly go wrong. <laughs> grapple team. Are we yes. certain? Go ahead. The Reverend's not going to leave us? Graceland? Yeah, he's not going like... to leave you. Can we Nomads... grapple in unison? 
can. <laughs> it will look extremely cool. Everybody roll a cool, just 1d10 plus your oh. cool to see how cool it looks. Nice. Where's my cool? On a scale of from uh, Star Wars The Phantom Menace to Mission Impossible. That's how we're going to rank this grapple gun scene. <laughs> what am I rolling again? Sorry. Uh, calculate 1d10 plus your cool. Oh, <laughs> God. I mean, how is everyone's cool so high? Jim, roll another d10 and subtract it from your roll. Oh, Jesus. Okay, 1d10 <laughs> plus 8. Why is everyone so cool? Um, you are a boomer. Shut up. <laughs> uh, I got a six overall. I had a, I had an alcoholic beverage. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Before the mission. Yeah. No, I'm ready to go, guys. I'm ready to go. Imagine working dry. Imagine. <laughs> I, it's not me. Booger, Booger, Booger gave me a good, a few good ones, you know, and he was like, "Vaya con Dios." And I was oh like, "Oh my God, pero claro." Oh, okay, Jonah. Let's relax here for a minute. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> All right, uh, Rachel. That's absurd. How, why is Jonah so cool? And what does it look like when he goes in? Give me, narrate this for me. Um, so we're all kind of like lining up and we're psyching ourselves up that we're going to look so awesome. And uh, mm. Jonah like waits like half a beat for that Mario like part, like takeoff. Where we're all like, yeah, and we're kind of being idiots up there. And in just that half beat, he kind of like finds the perfect thing to latch onto, shoots it, flies past up because he's like, running. So he shoots past us, and then when he hits the end, he kind of like, woo, like spins around and then like comes to land and then like sucks up the gun again and then just kind of walks away without even like looking back at us. And uh, yeah. He's not that cool. He's not that cool. Up Hope those sound effects were descriptive. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I think they make sense. I think the sound effects definitely work. Okay. What's important is we're all on the top of the boat, right? And you all see. I can see. Something. Oh God. Okay. Yes. You land inside a desiccated vessel. Your creaking, groaning metal. The sounds of the ocean are strangely distant and far away, further than the scant, you know, ten meters, thirty meters that you just zipped up the side of this old vessel. You can hear the ship creaking, sort of settling in on itself, the wind blowing eerily through the hole in the side of the boat. It is damp in here. Every surface is slick with salt water. Rust eats its way through the floor and through every piece of visible machinery. It is completely dark aside from the light pouring in from the hole outside. It looks utterly empty. It feels vast and hollow and alien. What hmm. would you like to do? Okay. First things first. Gonna look for some sort of auxiliary power output to try and get some lights on. Okay. Uh, we're in a maintenance room. I figured there's gonna be someone around here. So that's what I'm going to look for. All right. Uh, what's your vision like right now, Jerax? I can see 
I mean, I've got one cyber eye. I don't think it helps, though, does it? Does it do I need, like, the night, the night vision DLC to be able to see more? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. I'm, uh, I'm going to test something here real quick. But I can see, essentially, what um, is coming from the, the hole. All right. Um, which is actually quite a lot. Mm -hmm. um, it's only the, the stuff next to it that I can't really see too well. Yeah, there's a control. There appears to be, aside from machinery, it looks like this right here is a, a repair bay of some sort for doing maintenance on... If you can crawl underneath there to get underneath large pieces of equipment. You've mm -hmm. got storage containers on either side, still bolted to the floor after all these years, still locked, though they're... Hinges have gone rusty over the ages. If you move deeper into the room, you should be able to explore more of your surroundings. There's no auxiliary power of any kind in your immediate vicinity. Hmm. And we freely walk around? Uh, yeah, Jerex, uh, as you walk across, you see a sealed off room right here. Ah. There's a large door. It does not appear to be powered. But it does have slats in it, and through it you can see some server racks in cages and a control interface right here. I'm going to run through the rest of the group. Let's go with uh, Monarch. What would you like to do? Um, I want to check out this area over here, like around this area. Um, I'm going to make my way over there, because it looks like there's a door here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I want to do a perception check just to see if it's, uh, you know, the, like if it needs a passcode or if it mm -hmm. is a door that you can just open you know, as you walk close to it, like, you know, like one of those right. things. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, so speaking yeah. of passcodes, you have four Arasaka Corporation ID available to you. RFID mm -hmm. chips, essentially, that identify you as Arasaka employees. You have, have four different identities. They can be cloned multiple times. There are five of you in this ship, and then when Frizz joins you next time, there will be six of you in this ship. Now, multiple people can have the same ID, but if any security systems are still operational, it depends on if it detects that person logging in more than once, what is it going to do? So, I'd like each of you to just sort of say who has what ID code. And we'll just give them uh, colors for the time being, little colored dots. One of them is Ichiro, and I have the rest of the names written somewhere else. But who's doubling up? Which two characters in your party are gonna have to double up or one person has to have no RFID chip? I think Jonah and Natalie should have one. Mm -hmm. Although then we can never enter the same door together. Isn't it just if you get checked, right? I'm, I'm assuming oh, Midgar yeah, checkpoints. We have no that's idea. a good point. And if that's the case, we should think of two different teams and make sure we don't have overlaps within those teams. Um, so if we say... Well, we could do... I mean, we could do the classic, like, three little kids stood on top of each other equals one human being. And we could just have... So what? If we get caught by a robot, we just kind of, like, stand in front of the person and then we have to mirror their movements yeah yeah like through our silhouettes Why? yeah so well, that the obviously... skeletons line up yeah, yeah so that they think there's only one 
It should be somebody who has a similar profile to Jarex because he has ranks in acting and that may come in handy for miming. Yeah, yes. who has the most similar profile to Jarex? Probably me, actually, isn't it? Because Monarch would be built. Mm -hmm. He'd be. Yeah, we can, so we can share. A, we can share a tag. <laughs> what are your body scores, Jarex and, uh, oh. and fingers? Oh, good question. Mine is a four. Mine is a five. Okay. Is anyone else closer to a five on body? I'm a six. I'm a three. Okay, Jonah so it yeah. is a six. Yeah, so okay. it is. So it would be us two. Yeah. I think we should share. A tag and if we get into some situation where a robot is threatening to kill us mm -hmm. our lives depend on my acting roles but <laughs> you know but that I'm means as well that. that means as well that i should lead and you're following because you're kind mm -hmm. of you're, you we need yeah. your skills to mimic me sure, i yeah, must yeah. act natural sure yeah yeah, yeah of course uh, yeah. jerex what's your what's your what's your skill for acting at right now it is Pretty powerful one. right <laughs> I haven't put any points into it since I bought it, oh, but I have used die. it lots of times. He keeps uh, blowing I mean, points on silly things like melee weapons. Yeah, I do have melee weapons now at level three. Um, yeah. Dying. I, is it 40 XP to level up a skill to two, if it's simple? Oh, we can I think check yeah. the charts. Should yeah, be. I'm checking the chart if right now. If you have the XP, you should... You, you should level that it up. is okay i'm gonna get a level two in acting i spend all of my experience over the last few days i've been learning i've been absorbing knowledge the the night markets have taught me new skills in the art of sub subterfuge as i you know really mind melded with the crazy guy who hated robots you know i learned a lot yeah method acting um so i'm gonna i'm gonna use that to improve my acting to two i also yeah, go gone. On. No, I was just gonna say. Now we're in a better situation. If our lives are on yeah. the line because of my acting, we we should be okay. Well, guess what? Guess what? As well, today I'm feeling lucky. I saved up 120 XP to upgrade my luck from a one to a two. So I now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I I actually Dublin. I we we now. I mean, I'm feeling good about us passing any kind of check. I'm I'm a gambling mm -hmm. man today, boys. <laughs> the stocks are up. The stocks are up. <laughs> True meathead energy. <laughs> Just I'm going for everything. Uh, okay. So, which two of you have the same RFID tag? I think me and Jim. Okay, I'm gonna give you both the blue tag. Yep. Does do we um, do we know anything specific about these people? Like, um, what I'm thinking is, are any of them potentially? gonna get rejected are any of them higher security levels do we even have any of that information i don't think we did we did research on this they are all of roughly the same access level and permissions okay. because right. okay, uh, cool. kelly was able to extract all that and duplicate it and came to the conclusion that they're all in the same active directory security groups right all right there was one Wonderful. higher level pass or something though or was there one that was like a higher rank or something I think they were all just volunteers. Okay, because she said she was going to double one of the lower rank ones or something. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, Jarex and Jim, you both have the blue code. <laughs> I'm going to give. Yeah. <laughs> it's vital. This will work. <laughs> this surely will work. If you think about it, like our team, if it was a real story, would you believe it? <laughs> After no. last year, yeah. <laughs> that's that's the whole point of 
role playing in a fantasy game or like a sure sure you know, but like, like a... in the, if i'm talking like in the world of cyberpunk could you see a corpo a a, a solo a fixer a surgery ninja all coming together and because performing the... tried to blow up their apartment then yes and performing yeah. the feats that we have yeah i think I mean, it's this, pretty... is, this is hollywood pretty yeah. normal honestly okay i think this probably happens every day yeah i don't know who would i think maybe the last one that we would clone when miss first comes in might be jonah's because i can't foresee them being in the same scene too often maybe okay monarch as you cross the room back to the scene now that everyone's gotten their rfid tags and when kelly joins you you'll be able to make that decision monarch as you approach that door it may have been automated at one point but it is not right now remember most of these ships were designed to be largely completely automated as in they don't even need human access the only reason that they have human access is for maintenance and emergencies otherwise the whole thing is like a robotic factory mm. this door may have opened automatically once but right now it doesn't seem to have any power Let's check in with Natalie and Jonah. What would the two of you like to do in this room? Uh, so, is there anything that looks like um like a central computer terminal, or even like the the central like super high tech wall of the ship that would like kind of run down the length of it? I basically want to walk up and press my ear to it and see if we can get any sense of any thrummings or coming to life or like even small electrical activity. Okay, there appears to be a control room of some sort on the far side of the room. Other than that, it's sort of your prerogative where you want to do your listening. Uh, is it reasonable to kind of like press my ear to this wall? Because this is obviously not the other side of the ship already, right? No, 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 definitely wall. not. Yeah, you, you could definitely do that. Jonas, whoever he is, is going to be near me. Keep an eye out. Excellent. Full perception check as you lay your ear against the wall to see what you hear. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, critical failure. What is Jonah doing during this time? Uh, Jonah would be following my lead, I would like to think. Uh, Alright, roll perception check for of, Jonah. Yeah, wisdom. I'm the ultimate example here. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Oh my Just God. following in my footsteps. <laughs> oh, Lord. Dude, Whatever said... it is, we agree. <laughs> you think you can hear the ocean? It's like one of those, those shells they always painted <laughs> in those Disney movies. That's neat. I got nothing. Are you muted? Uh, am I muted? No, Joe. Oh, wait, now I can hear Joseph. Harry? How is that? There's something. Do I hear that? Do we all Not hear anymore. that? Not anymore. But I mean, with that awful roll, it's probably <clears throat> nothing. I guess it's was it Was that just Natalie who could hear the mm -hmm. distinct whispering of Harry over and over again? <laughs> <laughs> When I thought I heard it, I would have been out loud like, "Is that real? What is that? Is it? Are you? Do you hear that, Jonah?" <laughs> oh <my laughs> God. I, I guess not. 
he pulls away from the metal wall as you're yelling right into it and it sort of rings the sound <laughs> i'm uh i'm not sure what i might may or may not have just heard jim fingers <laughs> what would you like to do um was it is it jarex that was struggling with the door i think it was jarex right? is making is his way monarch? to the control room on the far it. side oh. and uh the monarch has discovered a door but it mm. is not opening yeah. because there yeah, is sorry. no power it's monarch that i wanted to go over to so i have a breaking and entering kit and i i mean we need to get business sorted i'm spooked by this place a little bit don't want to be here for too long let's get down to business i go over i'm gonna try and break and enter through this door okay uh, is there a skill linked to that i'm not sure there really is actually um mm. it just says breaking and entering kit and i don't know <laughs> i can't remember what i've used in the past it might have been like uh, athletics or something for the strength of it I, I actually don't know what i used previously i'm inclined to say this is going to be based on tech like a basic tech yeah basic check tech of some check, sort. sure that makes the most sense to me yep uh, go i'm gonna look that. up the electronics security oh yeah electronics and security i mean it's a secure door mm -hmm. i'm down for that that's better than my basic tech I'm inclined to say that that should apply in this case. We're gonna, I'm gonna go with that for the time being. All right, let's do it. 11, come on, man. Okay, it's gonna take you, you a little bit luck. of working on it. Uh, as you do so, move yourself up to that door if you could. Okay. I would like you and the Monarch to both roll perception checks. You got it. Ooh. 19 and 29. Okay. Monarch, you hear this faint whining sound. It's sort of... Noise. Well, I and did have a sound like that happen this morning. I got out of bed. So I was like... You know... Talking about a fart, by the way, everybody. <laughs> you guys haven't really caught on to that. I was like, I, no. "Why you heard some reeing?" No, it's more like a, it was like one of those where you squeeze it out. You know, it's like you I know, thought like you were being really you rude know? and dismissive to Cynthia, like saying that, that <laughs> she was talking and and it was like he wouldn't dare. Yeah, I know. No, 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 that's I, a different sound. That, that's dare. that's like a. <laughs> that's what that is. That's different. Okay, yeah, see, we, yeah, yeah, she'll say, rig, 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 rig. trust me. <laughs> oh, Lord. Don't worry, we definitely won't uh, clip that one, tweet it out, and add her. Oh, like you did during Valorant thing? I, I don't remember. I have no forget. idea what you're talking about. No clue. <laughs> um, Monarch, with that, with that role, you are aware of this faint whining, buzzing noise. And Jim, you see, as you're, as you start working on this door, the floor is this grate beneath you, and little gnats start to fly up out of it. A whole bunch of gnats just rising from the depths of the ship. They're moving in sync with each other. They're not following normal gnat patterns at all. They're forming a cloud in your general vicinity. Do we all see this? Only you guys with the crazy rules. Only they can see it. They're, it's uh, very fine, fine, you know, little little bugs. And Monarch didn't even what? see it. Monarch just heard that noise. So I hear the noise and I see them forming into a cloud. Mm-hmm. 
Does it, it? It distinctly looks unnatural, like an unnatural yes. movement of gnats. Correct. Do the do the individual gnats themselves look normal? Um, with a twenty-nine perception on a critical success, I actually get thirty-one as well for if I'm looking at them because of my cyber eyes. Well, you're definitely looking at them. Roll a basic tech check for me, please. Don't worry, your huge, uh, your huge earlier roll will come into account. These are drones. These are mm. tiny, tiny drones. But they have little molecularly sharp knives on them. Jesus! Well, this is like a Black Mirror episode. I mean, I, I, I was thinking it would be hard to prep for what was on the ship. But we <laughs> thought it would be harpoonable. And this this is not harpoonable. Um, I would immediately sound the alarm. I would, guys, okay. what? Hello? <laughs> what what the, the hell are these things? And I would start backing away from them. I want to put Everybody distance between me and the gnats. Everyone roll for initiative. Roll oh for initiative. The I don't got that. I rolled. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know that I rolled. Oh, I didn't click on my figure. I ruined it all again. That's a fifty DKP minus. Oh, thank God, John rolled high. <sighs> what are the gnats gonna roll? All right, uh, Jonah. First off, Jim, because you absolutely nailed that, move up to your move speed. Um, okay, what is my move for? That is not very large. Um, g what? The entire floor appears to be made of grates, but I assume they're not Correct. coming out of everywhere. Are they? No, they, they are currently rising from your location. So, Although, slightly to the south hear of me. More, yeah, you can hear more buzzing. Okay. Um... I mean, I wouldn't really want to back myself into a corner, but at the same time, everything is grated. I guess I would walk towards the others. That seems like mm -hmm. the logical thing to do. So one, two, three, four. Like one, two, three, four. I'd move four spaces to mm -hmm. this side, I suppose. All right. Now initiative begins. Jonah sees Jim yelling and running, but isn't exactly sure what he's running from. Hmm. Uh, Jonah would like to run towards danger because there's nothing he can see that looks dangerous, so he needs to get closer to investigate. He's also extremely cool. He's very cool. He's riding the high of that, that grapple jump. Whatever, He's got the microwave gun. We gave Jonah's him gonna the rip the gooch individually gun. out of each of these nano drones, and you're gonna be like, "My God, a masterclass!" Like <laughs> a masterclass of gooch ripping. <laughs> Put it on uh, brain dance. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if I want to go six, I'm trying to be real technical right about this. Uh, six. Oh, you can only get there? Okay, Jonah. No, it's six squares. It's not six meters. Okay. So where is that? Like right about here? <laughs> I don't want to count. I don't know how to tell you that I have no attention span. Perfect. <laughs> Look it. I'm right here. Um... Can he see what the issue is from there? You can see a cloud of gnats from which Jim appears to be backpedaling furiously. Well, Jonah is a bodyguard by profession. I think what he would understand is uh, 
when you have a cloud type enemy, you need a cloud type attack. Um, <laughs> but he remembers just recently he was handed this microwave gun, and it's his understanding that it's going to generally knock things out of the air. So I think he would like to use the microwave gun at the next. Okay, roll a handguns check. Jonah is currently at. He's going to be a fifteen to hit, I believe. God, nice. Jonah, so good. <laughs> I don't like any of this. All right, I'm going to say it doesn't have strict rules for what it does to robots, so roll 4d6 for starters. <clears throat> oh. All right. As he fires it, these little it's like those little firecrackers, those little poppers that you throw at the ground and they just pop, 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 pop. All throughout the air, these things are going pop, 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 pop. And a whole cloud of them just sparks and explodes. Uh, the rest of them are veering in and out of control as the signal itself is disrupted. So, very well done. That is a... Let's see. Your rechargeable battery pack will need to be replaced after eight shots. Ah. It'll need to, but it is rechargeable. And it takes a one-hour charge. I didn't realize it had a battery pack. Mm-hmm. Yep. Might be misreading Jonah. that, but... <laughs> Cool. Jonah is done. Jim, what would you like to do? Um, after seeing that the microwave gun is having an impact, um, how much of the cloud is remaining, and am I able to discern any other groups appearing from other areas? It is significantly diminished, vastly diminished. Um, however, you hear more of the same buzzing. Numerous more clouds are erupting from below. From the exact same point or from different areas of the room? Different areas of the room, but all in close proximity to you. Right, well, what I'm thinking at the moment is we can sit and we can fight them, or we can get the hell out of here. And I am, after seeing that the microwave gun was extremely efficient, I'm not as scared anymore. So instead of being in panic mode, I'm now in exit mode. And I'm going to go towards the door, and I'm going to try and open the door again. All right, what's your move speed? Four? Four. I don't know whether I can make it, actually. No, not quite. I guess I'll be able to next turn. Well, I suppose if I have a free action, um, mm-hmm. I would, I would describe to everybody at least that I that they were drones. I would like explain to the people at this point, like the initial shock has worn off a little bit, and I can talk again. And I'm like, oh god, Jesus, Jesus Christ, thank you, Jonah. There's more of them coming. There's more of them. They're, they're tiny little drones. They're like little. I don't know. They got knives for noses. They're gonna needle us all to death. Just make sure I'm covered. I'll I'll try and open this door up, and um, I'll also activate my communications jammer to see if okay. that has any effect on them, like receiving instructions or anything. Anyway, even if it doesn't, it's useful to have it active. All right. So your action is to fire that up, and you describe the situation to everyone else. Yeah. Uh, we're going to take a short break here, and when we come back, it will be Jerax's turn. And Jerax, before you go, I'm going to let you know, you hear buzzing almost directly beneath your feet as another <laughs> swarm of these air drones starts to rise through the grate that you're standing on. So don't go anywhere. We'll be back shortly. 
Welcome back to Red Sky City Cyberpunk Conspiracy. If you're just joining us, our heroes are in the drifting... I was gonna say wreckage, but there's a, there's a term for this. There's a, there's a word for an abandoned ship still floating. Uh, anyways, mm. they're in one of those. It's a huge cargo ship, and they're being attacked Looking by tiny robots. Yeah, if you could pull ship? that for me, that'd be great. Jerax, it's your turn. A cloud of tiny robots with, like, mono-molecule mosquito nose choppers is swarming out of the grates around you. Um, yeah. The term, I think, is ghost ship, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, yes, it sure. is. Um, yeah. I think there's another term as well, but that's particularly apt in this case. What would it, you like it, to do? Is this a door? Yes, it is. Okay. I'm going to go to the door, and right, I'm going to try and door? open it. Roll an athletics check at plus two for your cyber arm. Get me in here. Get me away from these robots. It's, um... Things that are floating on the surface of the water, but the vessel is sunken. The goods are referred to as flotsam. And then, yeah, I just found that. Yeah, and then jetsam is stuff that you discard from the ship that floats. Those that, are the that, names uh, of the two shark beanie babies. That's also, <laughs> is that the name of the two eels in Little Mermaid? Yeah, I think it is, Flotsam and Jetsam. Yeah. All right. Oh, uh, look at that. Sorry, back to the dark future of 2045. Jerex, you've used all your movement, correct? All five squares mm -hmm. of your movement? Yeah, and Your I action have. was to wrench that open. I think you're done. Yeah, I'm finny, right? Yeah. Yep. Monarch, what would you like to do? All right, well, clearly I'm analyzing this situation to look pretty good. Uh, I'm going to... Drop back a few squares here. My movement speed again. It is five. So I'm gonna go five squares here. Is that mm -hmm. that's that's five squares, right? Yeah, that'll work. Okay, cool. Um, I think I was like right here. And from here, twelve meters. Oh, I didn't. I didn't do my um. My stuff. Points. I didn't do my combat awareness. Yeah. Uh, I think we're just going to do precision attack. Three points for precision attack. And uh, well, and I usually uh, let me see. Situational awareness. Each point adds spot weakness so one point for spot weakness and three points so a plus one for attacks and a plus one for damage before armor of your Solid. first successful attack in a round excellent you've moved distributing your combat awareness points takes no action you still have an action remaining what would you like to do i'm going to auto fire on the cloud oh, oh my hey. god <laughs> you are a meathead how is that a bad idea i don't have any other options Call the shot. <laughs> I can't. Call I shot can't headshot. I'm going to auto fire. Okay. That's what right. I'm going to do. God. All right. Okay. Go for it. Roll an auto fire check with your assault right. rifle. You are at 12 meters. So we you need to get a 16 or higher. And you have a plus one All to right. this for your auto fire. All right. Here we go. 20. Boom. All right. And you get a plus one on this. So you're going to roll 2d6 times four. Okay. 
you can actually tell it you can do like a whole quadratic thing in the chat where you i think you can make it do the multiplication for you um and do x4 let's not do it this time i'll try i'll yeah, mess around with it. it you gotta be kidding me tragic <laughs> tragic you gotta be kidding me absolutely just deplorable okay so you deal nine points of damage that breaks my heart oh. i'm gonna go get my food all right <laughs> That breaks my heart. That's that's <laughs> super unlucky. Go ahead and get your food, and we'll move on. Jonah watches gone? that all go down, and he Is he chuckles. gone? He's gone? Okay, yeah, yeah he totally killed it. <laughs> uh, he did half damage against it. I'm going to call that the rule because it is a swarm. But he just randomly sprayed fire into it, and he uh, the remaining few are... There's not enough of them to properly flay you alive, and so we're... That swarm is nice. Whoa! Huh. It's nice of them to clump up. Huh. <laughs> clump up in a Honestly, I'm just going off the fact. Yeah, the rules yeah. gave them a, a certain amount of health, and it didn't say you can't shoot them. So I say, you know, borrow from other games. You deal half damage with normal attacks against swarms. I'm gonna. I genuinely thought you had put an unkillable enemy in front of us. <laughs> <laughs> that would be. Like I thought me, this right? was the end. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm done with this show, so next one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> On half one, part one of the phase two finale, half the party dies. Tune in for part two, where the other half of the party dies. Part two is just us re-rolling. Exactly. It's just session 0.0. Kind of speed run our way to the boat. <laughs> you just see Father Graceland kind of sit on the boat, and then he waits a while. He hears shots, screams, turns around, plays his guitar, and just sails off into the sunset. <laughs> Which would be mission toward, accomplished which would not be back to night city but you know it's iconic all right mm -hmm. natalie what would you like to do Oof, um we still hear or i don't know there's still a sense that swarms are coming right there's some on their way to jarax yep well we only have one microwave gun uh the only other thing natalie can think of is um is there any more salt water everywhere you're saying like everything's kind of like soaked in salt water she'd like to well, get a bucket it's not of it like the water's like, actually you're sort of up the hole, yeah. right? So it's not like the water has gotten in, and if it did get in, it would either evaporate or it would run off. It's more that the water has a really high humidity and a high alkaline mm. content, and that's had a long-term effect on the ship. Yeah, and there's no, like, puddles or... Yeah. I guess we're pretty far from the water line after the grapple. Okay, um... Well, Natalie's panicking is the only thing that she thought of is slipping <laughs> away before her, but then, like a true corpo, her brain is spinning on the last minute she comes up with... Um, she's gonna run over to Jonah and hide... Um, that was what she came up with. <laughs> <laughs> I love that plan. That's a top uh, everyone gains. Everyone gains one IP because I was on mute. Uh, love to but, see no, it. <laughs> that's a top-notch strategy, man. Can't cannot recommend that enough. Stick with me. Um, she's gonna take one of her grenades out. Uh, we can't ready actions, can we? I would like to right. ready the grenade. There are, there are no ready to actions inside. I'll be holding it. All right. Uh, so, but you're you're taking cover. You're making yourself hard to hit, um, which would matter if they were ranged attackers, which, you know, they really aren't. All right. And at that moment, three more swarms fly up through the grates. They use all of their movement to fly into attack range of the nearest targets. 
What is their movement? How much do they have? Ooh, speedy little ones. It's cool how they surround me. Oh, they're coming for me? Oh, good. Yep. One of them's going <laughs> for you. <laughs> and as they fly, the air fills with this hum, but it takes on this... Have you ever heard people play music on floppy drives? Yeah. Like they Wait, use a whole no? bunch of floppy drives. I have, actually, yeah. yeah. Well, this is the like, thing. You should totally look it up. They get a bunch of floppy drives or disk drives, and they get them all hooked up to a computer program, and they all make... Because they're all mechanical, right? They have mechanical elements. So they get them to play music, and it's this weird, scratchy, atonal, nasty thing. I want you to imagine oh. that, except it's hundreds of thousands of tiny robots making this noise all in concert. Be very, very quiet. We are hunting meat. <laughs> Sorry, you're hunting meat? But I am not meat. <laughs> I mean, look at all this metal. Okay. All right, I'm not going to get into you, am I? Um... How happened? <laughs> I stepped away for one second. There's only one. <laughs> yeah, you me. killed it. You killed it. <laughs> yeah, you killed that one. Well done. Yeah, no. Good job. Good job. Uh, yeah, so three more swarms just popped up from the floors below. Just And as they're floating in the air, they are all making tiny little noises with their wings and engines to make this horrible voice cascading from this cloud. It's like a, it's a you know, actually, literally cloud, as in cloud-based. Um, but they are all just repeating this nonsense phrase in this awful atonal voice. It is Jonah's turn. They had enough movement to arrive, and they did not have enough movement to attack because they just flew up from the depths of the ship. But they are closing in on you. If you can hear more. More coming? Yes. Jonah, what would you like to do? Jonah is going to attack the nearest group uh, once again with the microwave gun. But he is going to also warn Natalie and the others that he's only got six charges left after he fires it. We might have to come up. <laughs> Uh-oh. 16 on the microwave gun. Oh, and he's firing it at, I mean, that's close enough range. Which one is he firing uh, at? Oh, yes, that one, uh, the one you're pointing to. This one? Yeah, that's yep. a good hit. Roll 4d6 as another shower of sparks. I want you, if you've ever accidentally left a fork or a can of soup or something in the microwave, and it's a <laughs> that's what we're talking about. Okay, 13. It, again, sends them into disarray. Well. They are vast, they are critically injured in terms of just being dis, you know, discombobulated by your space gun. What would uh, Jonah like to do? Is he going to hold his ground right there, or is he going to move at all? Oh, yeah, no, he, he took out the, uh, the group. He's going to kind of turn counterclockwise towards the group that's near the monarch and then give the monarch one of those little like eh, eh, like signals to get the <laughs> hell away from the cloud mm -hmm. uh the old eh, eh. yeah that, nah, nah. <gasps> eh, eh. <laughs> it's a technical term <laughs> all right going to gesture with the barrel of his gun jim what would you like to do a cloud of tiny robots just flew out from a grate and burst into sparks 
I am going to continue with my door plan. So I'm going to move towards the door and I'm going to try and uh, open it. Essentially, break into it. Uh, that's the okay. that's the strategy at the moment. Roll an electronic security tech check. Um, I assume this is the door at the very top right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, dum, dum, dum. Oh my god, what is wrong with these? <sighs> Alright, uh, you quickly realize that the locking mechanism on this door has so overcome by rust and corrosion over all these years that it is completely inoperable. You do notice an electronic panel next to it. It does not currently have power. Your electronics and security kit does have some like short-term batteries to plug juice into systems temporarily. On your next turn, you could give that a shot. Mm. Okay. If you haven't been flayed by then. Uh, right. Jerax, it's your turn. It is my turn. Um, quick little look around. Mm -hmm. are, there gap are there air gaps in this particular building? If I make a heroic attempt to shut this door, is this thing going to follow me? Yes, it's going to follow you in. This is not a, an airtight Okay. Area. Then it's come to this. Uh, I'm gonna try and look very cool as I do this, but I'm gonna like, uh, hmm. really just channel my inner weave here, as I say, just this once, master, let me go all out, and I'm gonna whip out the monofilament blade, and I'm gonna do qu four quick slashes at it for my, to represent the 4d6. All right. I'm gonna try and whack it with my sword. Keep in mind it has... It has two attacks, so that's actually eight quick slashes in the span of three seconds. We'll see if I hit the first one. Valid. Roll a melee yeah. weapons check. Oh! Uh, hmm. Does that hit? Uh, we're about to find out. If, in case of a tie, the status quo oh, Can I still use luck on that? Yes, I have a house rule. Red has written you have to spend luck ahead of time, but I have a house rule that allows you to spend luck after. Because it's more Wait, why? Why did it say Jonah rolled that? Oh, because I'm still set to... Because jo one, Jonah's the secret mastermind behind the entire campaign. And two, <laughs> I clicked Jonah earlier so that it would say Jonah when I rolled initiative. So he's not actually trying to kill you. He's trying to save okay. you, I promise. Good, 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 good. I will use one luck to attack. And now we roll damage. Yep, 4d6. Boom! Nice. That's some big damage, actually. Now, because it is a cloud of tiny little robots, you are, like, killing them as you slice through this cloud, but you're only going to deal half damage. Yeah, it looks very cool, though. It does look pretty cool. Roll your second I, attack. I sheath the blade. Mm -hmm. And then turn around and and wait for it to explode, and it doesn't explode. So then I unsheath my blade and attack again. <laughs> <laughs> this looks less cool. Roll it. Dude, these guys, what the heck? Okay, well I don't have enough luck, so I swing at it wildly. All right. Uh, it is not yet reduced to half health. It is still fully functional. Also. Robots are not, they don't have the critically injured condition, 
unless they take like microwave damage or something similar. All right. Uh, one last thing for me, Jarex. Roll a perception check for me. What have a four? What could it mean? Thirteen. Okay. You hear something from this direction. Oh my god. It's Adam Smasher. We've awakened the Balrog. <laughs> oh, the Balrog of Morgoth. I don't, I don't know what it is, but... I would... I would um, say over the communications. Uh, wait, which one is it on? On this? Is it this one? Wait. Is it this one? Yep. Hey, uh, Jonah. Know you're busy there. Just a recommendation. If you could save some shots of the microwave gun, I believe a big fucking robot is on its way. <laughs> and that would be my go. Okay, Monarch. What would you like to do? Man, we're fucked. <laughs> My god. Mm. Monarch, it's currently your lunch hour, and I noticed that these flesh-eating robots have not scheduled a meeting. Would you like me to ask them to try again later? No, no! Jesus. <laughs> um, alright, so, just so I know, you guys motioned to me to move to the side. Correct? Mm-hmm. Uh... Jonah would like you to step away from the bugs. We can shoot the bugs. Yeah. Nah, that sounds fair. And Jim... Okay. I'm going to make my way five squares uh, out here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe that is the... It was like, like here or here. I don't remember which one it was. It was right here. Hold on. I'm going to do this real fast again. Okay, cool. It doesn't matter. Uh, all right. I'm going to go here against the wall see this this guy here and i'm just gonna auto fire again which one the uh the let me see here well okay the one at the two o'clock disperse already this one is heavily damaged by the microwaver this one has not been touched yet okay so then i'll 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 hit i'll hit this one then uh, and how does it how does it work? Like, can I shoot a, a normal shot at it? Because that's just one bullet, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas yeah, like I'm gonna I'm gonna say that like a single bullet, a melee weapon makes more sense to me because you're sweeping through the path of the cloud. Auto fire, you're shooting a bunch of shots. A single bullet is gonna deal like minimum damage. I think, yeah, when you hit it, like yeah. as if you rolled all ones on your damage dice. Okay, so then I will then go for another round of auto fire. Uh, okay. On this. And here we And let me see. What's my range? I think I need to hit a 16. Pretty sure? Yeah, you're at 8 meters, so I think you have to hit a 16. All right, here we go. Auto Running. fire. Round Sorry. 2. And 22. <laughs> well, 2d6 times 4 plus 1. Okay. Please be good. 2d6, 2d6, 11, there we okay. go. Yeah, that's a, that's a big roll. 
Yeah, that would have been 44 points of damage. 45 oh if this word. thing was made of meat. As it is, it's plenty to disperse it. Nice. Yay. Uh, I'm also going to say before my turn ends and inform everyone, uh, we do have, I'm going to say over the comms real fast. Uh, we have EMPs, right? Two, two of them. I have two grenade EMPs. Okay, I think we might need those, Natalie, when the giant robot pops up. Yeah, you guys keep saying giant robot. I don't, I don't see this giant robot. It's, it's, I, I'm I sure it. you will see it because it's oh, a giant it's... robot. I can, I can feel it in my legs. They're turning to jelly. Yep, yep, yep. That would that would actually be a giant robot there, Natalie. Just in case you don't know, uh, EMP for that thing. Okay, great. All right, just letting you know. And then that's my turn. <laughs> Over. All right. A mansplainer. <laughs> Natalie, you are up. What would you like to do? Two of the swarms have been dispersed. There's another one up here and another one here, and they are about to attack. Yeah, and I gotta say, I'm looking around the map, and I see two swarms of uh, nano knife-faced bugs, but I don't see a giant robot, so I'm gonna deal with the nano bugs. Uh, I'm gonna throw an incendiary. No, we're gonna just throw a regular <laughs> boom grenade. Okay. Uh, at that swarm. The nice thing about regular boom grenades is that there's a shockwave that goes off. So, yeah, I mean, it's pretty good. Like six squares, right? Uh, I believe it's more than that. I believe it's five squares Blast across. a hole into the next room. Yeah, yeah it's five <laughs> yeah. squares across. I, I mean, to be yeah. fair, a shrapnel grenade, just a normal fragmentation grenade, is not going to blow a serious hole in the hole of the ship. It's not going to blow another hole in the hole of the ship at the bottom of the sea. Um, but it, it would definitely, like, leave pockmarks. Roll mm -hmm. an athletics check. Oh, boy. Natalie is so athletic. Whoa. Oh, yeah, she is. Yeah. Holy <laughs> so that crab my gat. Exactly. Do you have the weapon, the grenade, in your gear already loaded up? Yeah, oh. when I was uh, unable to prep items, I was, uh, but I ran to Jonah. I did take out the grenade. 6d6 six damage, please. Let's do it. 16. Yeah. Yeah. That is terrible. Yeah, four That's... ones and two sixes. And yet, if this was a creature made of meat, that would still inflict a critical hit. Yeah, <laughs> that's unfortunate. God, what? Uh, but it's full damage, and it's enough to blast the shockwave, blast these things out of there. Woo! Just disperses in a cloud of shrapnel. Well done. And it, it landed, like, just at the edge of that grate, right? If you'd missed it, it would have fallen down into... The ship into who knows where. Oh, Jesus. You landed it just on the right side, and it goes off. Jonah <laughs> gives you an approving nod. That was yeah, thank a... you for telling me. <laughs> Good work, miss. All right. Thanks, the, Jonah. The last remaining swarm of air drones is going to attempt to carve Jerax into meat. Jerax, roll an evasion check, please. Huh. Trained for this my entire life. That's why I've accidentally opened up the app I used to learn piano. What? How do I close this? How many ranks do you have in that? <laughs> I soothingly play piano music for the drones. <laughs> I do not have much evasion. We did try that at Boogers. Or the other place. Oh dear. Oh god. 
Let the flensing begin. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> 11 points of damage. It ignores half of your armor. Your armor's value only works against uh, so you end up taking six damage, and your armor is ablated by one point. Six damage? Mm -hmm. My god! It ignores half your armor. Whoa, does that work with Nano Weave as well? Well, I mean, your your blade is even better than that. Your blade just straight up ignores armor if it's, I think it's less than 11. I think, like, so Melee is broken <laughs> it has to stay competitive with, with shooting also yeah. you know, if you get those mantis blades you can just run around like a xenomorph and you're fine at that point <laughs> uh that is it for the air drone swarm i am going to roll our brand new friend into the initiative order oh no <laughs> okay all right that's fine that's totally fine uh, in case you're keeping score at home, I did not roll very well. Mm. <laughs> that said, there are more swarms of air drones on the way. They haven't arrived yet, but you can hear them buzzing below the decks. Jonah, it's your turn. There's only one active swarm in play at the moment. What would Jonah like to do? Followed by Jerax. Hmm. Um. I guess Jonah is going to move forward and try and snipe off this last cloud of them. Firing the oh. microwaver? Yeah. About here. Mm -hmm. And. Yeah, 15 to hit from there. Let's do it, Jonah. Oh, if I get a little closer, can I afford one more square close? What's his move speed? <clears throat> Six. Six? Yeah. Uh, no, he's at max. He's at max oh, right now. So All you right, need to well. shoot at a 10 meter away target. Plenty. Roll 4d6 for the damage. Not very good, but fortunately, the art of weeb jitsu has already been used against him. And so, that's enough to drop this swarm. There are no, MVP! There are no active air drone swarms. You have bought a little bit of time, but more are on the way. Jerax, what would you like to do? Uh, more on the way. Okay, so the drones in front of me have just been dropped. Mm -hmm. I'm going to crane my head around the corner, not to Jonah. Um, and then uh, also say, um, I think we got company over that way. And I'm going to point in the other direction from where I heard the footsteps. Um, I'm then going to run inside this building and get to work trying to access some of these systems to see if there's anything that can benefit us. Okay. There's a large bank of servers and there's a control chair. The system is not currently powered on. That's problematic. Is there a power switch anywhere? <laughs> Roll a basic tech check. Basic tech. 15. Uh, yeah, there's an emerge. Like, it, it looks like the, the breaker is flipped right now. You could flip it back on if you wanted. It's underneath there. It probably got tripped by a surge of some kind. You want to fire that back on? We lost him. Mm. He just He's only been looks that frozen all the time. <laughs> I thought he was hardcore thinking about it. 
All right, while we wait for Jerax to reconnect, Jim, what would you like to do? I think I think both of their Oh yeah, that'd be, that'd be the oh, whole yeah. house. That'd be the whole house. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. god. Stre so streamer house is doomed. So it wasn't the point of them moving to Texas to get away from the bad internet and they somehow found a way to get even worse internet. And that's, what that's I like. coming from a guy who has Optimum, which is one of the worst services in in, in the entire Northeast. So that's impressive. I just love how dirty VMix does you with the freeze frame. Like, just go to a black screen VMix. You don't need to immortalize that. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, this is going in the highlight reel. I can tell you that much. Please, uh... Can you make them talk to each other? Wait, Alex, you pick one and I'll be one. I'll be, I'll be Josh. You have to oh, be hey the... guys, okay. I'm Jim Fingers and I'm the responsible one in the party. So we should do this. Oh yes, of course. Jerax here, and I'm going to invest into acting, even though that won't help me at any point in time in this campaign. And I have uh, all these cybernetic parts and can't quite seem to put them ever to good use. Also, I'm a wanker. There you go. Oh, well, my, my job is to be the adult in this situation, so... <laughs> You're doing your best, and that's all anyone could ask for. We're all very proud of you. This is yes, like and Jim would ever so... say. That's so out of character. I've not like... made a character study. I'm sorry. Uh... Oh, I guess those points in acting are useful for something after all. <laughs> yeah, I have none, so that's what that looks like. <laughs> yeah. No point acting or imitation, at all. No. All right. Uh. So while we figure out what we're going to do here, we can take Natalie and uh, we could take Natalie and the Monarch's turn since no enemies go here. Sure. But you know what? Honestly, let's just go ahead and cut to break and then see if they're back with us. And if not, then you two are going to have to work on your acting chops because you're going to continue to play the parts of Jim Fingers and Jarek Ashwater. So <laughs> if I get their break. experience points, that's true. Yeah, I'll give you IP, but only if you spend it on the acting skill. For this. Oh, Lord. Uh, all right. So we're going to go ahead and cut to a break, see if the Internet returns back there. And when we come back, uh, we'll have some fun. Yay. Welcome back to Red Sky City Cyberpunk Conspiracy. Welcome back to Brennan's Sideshow. Uh, we got that cra data crash virus <laughs> in the internet. You know, Fourth World War's begun, all that stuff. So, uh, glad to have them back. When we last left our heroes, Jerax Ashwater had found the, the on switch for this big old set of computer consoles and was in the middle of a very lengthy deliberation on whether or not to switch them on. We thought you were just really considering the consequences of your actions for a while, but it was, uh, it was an internet outage. Well, added. if I do switch it on, there's a chance that a lot of these systems on this ship turn on as well, um, which could prohibit us. But at the same time, the audience has waited approximately 10 minutes for me to turn on the switch, so I'm going to turn on the switch. <laughs> I respect your commitment to rule of drama. Mm -hmm. All right. You click it on, you can hear a couple of fans spinning up. You know, if there was RGB, it would be kicking on right now. Uh, you see the the basic OS booting up. It, it's posting, you know, the operating, the initial operating mm -hmm. system kicks up. Roll a basic tech check for me, unless you have something more computer-y. 
Um, I mean, I've got cyber tech, but I don't think that counts, does yeah, it? Yeah, this isn't about cybernetics. Damn. Um, basic tech will do. Another basic tech roll. Is it going to go through? Or has my character sheet broken? I think my character sheet's broken. Oh, my wait. Oh, there it is. 19. Ooh. Okay, the moment you fire it up, you can tell something is wrong. Something is completely wrong. This system, whatever is booting up right now, is not what is supposed to boot up. Uh, this thing is running some rogue software. You're getting error messages. There's a lot of profanities and obscenities laced in the error messages. It, you know, mm. like, what's up, fuckers.exe is loading. <laughs> ah. Is there a? I'm gonna. Can I roll an interface check, or was my turn over? Uh, on your turn, on your next turn, if you wish to connect to this system, you can roll an interface check. This is an gotcha. older pre-war system, so you have to actually like manually plug in. You can't remote in for this one. But you you okay. can do that on your turn if you'd like. Gotta get right. to the root of this. Jim, it is your turn. I'm gonna open that door if it's the last thing I do. Um, right. So you, remind me what there was around. Mechanism. Go again. You said there was something at the end of my previous turn. You said there was something that could help, but I forgot what it was. Right. The physical locking mechanism is completely rusted over and mm. useless. There is a console next to it that for electronically opening it. It is not currently powered. Your electronic security kit comes with like a little jumper battery that you can use to temporarily power on systems. You have no idea if this thing's going to work in a vacuum, but you might be able to hotwire it with your skills. Okay. Well, that sounds that sounds good enough to me, honestly. Let's try it out. Let's see if it works. Give it a roll. All right, let's have a look. We're going electronics and security check, you mean, right? Correct. Please don't fail me again. That's much better. 15. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you power on the console. And the first thing that happens on the little display is you see some kanji appear across there. Some Japanese characters spinning rapidly. You don't, you don't read or write Japanese, right? No. Okay. You have no idea what it says. Uh, and then it's replaced with English characters that just read eat shitty 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 shit you are able to hotwire it just enough so that the door begins to rise it rises up by about six inches I'm immediately gonna jab one of my tools underneath it so that it can't close again okay you jab that underneath there as the console continues to just read eat shitty 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 shit I punch the console <laughs> Natalie, it's your turn. We'll resolve the punching of the console next round. Oh man, uh, that violence over there is really concerning, but she does not feel safe far away from Jonah with all these flying bugs. So she's gonna head over here and then maybe get a little confident enough to peek around the corner, check on Jarex. What's going on in here? Oh, you know, just uh, working out. 
technology and I'm just going to smash the screen a couple of times. <laughs> just breaking. You've got that weird streaking that happens when you break an LCD screen and it turns yeah. like fuchsia all over the place. Those lines appear. I think the entire ship may be compromised with a rogue AI. I'm just going to keep oh. whacking it. Yeah, I guess there was a pretty good chance of that happening. <laughs> uh, as Why? you smash it, one Why? of the other screens, like you're smashing this one, one of the other ones, it says, what does not kill me makes you look really fucking stupid. This AI is so mean. <laughs> <laughs> Are you getting cyberbullied? <laughs> Alright. Monarch, it's your turn. What do you do? Uh, I want to know where the hell the big giant robot is. Is there a way for me to do a perception check to hear the direction that the robot's coming from? It's coming from that direction. I'll give you that much for free. Somewhere this way. Somewhere that way. Jeez. Um, all right, I'm going to just continue, uh, since we eliminated all these things, I'm just going to move myself, like, over here, like, patrolling the area, because I'm looking at Jim just, just struggle right now with this door. He succeeds, I think, but honestly, can't really tell, nor do I particularly care, but I also don't want him to die, because I'm kind of nice like that, so I'm just really going to patrol around, uh, and, and I'm really You're not gonna help me, for though. the big... Well, what do you need help with? I, I I mean, this door won't open. And I feel like I've made it quite clear. I said vocally, I'm going to try and get the door open so we can leave. Then you see me struggling with a door that won't quite open. And I'm jamming my tools underneath it. You don't, you don't think you'd, you don't, you're not going to give a hand at all. Like, you know, you feel like, you know, you're handling that, you know, and, and we know that a giant robot's coming. And I have a rocket launcher. Okay. No, so that's fine. You, that's fine. You know, all right. You know what? You know what? It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. You, you're right. You're right. I, I'm, I'm going to rescind what I, what I do. I'm actually going to go and help out Jim wedge this door open. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going right. to help you out. Roll an athletics check. Excellent. 16. I'm so athletic. <laughs> You bought another six inches. You've got about a foot of clearance down at the bottom. I mean, can I? I can't take a look clearly, right? Uh, if you look down there, you can see a, a dripping Nostromo corridor-looking tunnel that leads deeper into the ship through the bulkheads. Again, in a place that was only meant to be accessed by humans if something went wrong. All right. access tunnels with ladders that go down to unseen depths and all the signs are in kanji so you can't read any of them there's just a couple of little symbols on the on the walls telling you where to go roll yeah, perception check all right oh <laughs> yeah you don't see shit <clears throat> Yeah, well, I mean, I guess that's my turn. I really don't have anything else to do here. Um, but you know what, Jim? Next time, say please and thank you. All right? Thank you. How about that? Thank you. Please do this again without complaining so much. Thank you. Oh, shut up. Three more swarms of air drones buzz up through the corridor. They use all their movement. They reach Jonah. They reach the Monarch. And this one makes a beeline towards... Natalie Smith. 
That is all they can do on this turn. They spent their first action rising through the hull of the ship. Be very, very quiet. Be I don't like this shit. At just... that moment, you hear a large, a loud metal. Corn. Nope. Corn. Not a fan. And then you hear a horrible wrenching noise as a door on the far side of the room rips off of its hinges, broken by some immense force. And the sound of huge footsteps echoes through the chamber. You can just hear it thudding across. And you hear a voice emanating from the machine. I'm not going to tell you exactly what it's saying because it's speaking Japanese. <laughs> Is that what it says? It says that to No, us. that would be really weird if it said that. Yeah. <laughs> Ohio. <laughs> Bombanwa, you know, or what? Ohio. Mate. Uh, friendly Kutasai. I don't know any Japanese, so I just shout "fuck off." Imagine if it just if it just walks in, it's like "nani, nani, nani." Fuck off! I would keep it. All right, it is Jonah's turn. An swarm of air drones just approached him. So I just want to give you an idea of what's going on in Jonah's head right now, because. Three more of these clouds have popped out of the ground. That's like roughly three to five shots each. Also, this big robot is going to soak up some shots, and we haven't even cleared the first room, so Jonah's a little concerned about the EMP gun. So, he has a plan for Natalie, and it's going to involve taking one of the EMP grenades from her and grabbing everybody together. Will that hurt a human? No. Eh, no. It might mess with cybernetics. Oh, he wears those. Oh, gosh. So as Jonah relates this plan to Natalie, Natalie says, no, Jonah. I'll launch the EMP grenade. So he's going to run up and just shoot the bugs near her. Mm -hmm. And as they exchange this plan, uh, that's what Natalie's prepared to do. He walks in very close. Is that okay for handguns? Yes, that's actually, it, it brings your DV down to a 13. <clears throat> oh. What do we got? Oh no, oh, Jonah! No. He's too upset by my plan that I'm putting myself at risk. You have such a beautiful soul, <laughs> Jonah. Like <laughs> he runs over. Does he have an EMP grenade that he's handing you? No, I have the EMP grenades. Right. He runs over to protect you and he fires it and sparks arc off the the floor nearby. And some of the screens that Jerax is using sort of blur. And yeah, if you ever had like an old CRT, did you ever put a mic a magnet up to it? A hundred percent. All right, yeah. You get a little bit of that. But otherwise, you deplete one shot from the power pack and nothing else happens. That is it for Jonah. Jerax, it is your turn. Okay. Now, I said I was going to jack into this. Mm -hmm. But I want to propose something, if you'll allow it. Mm. Uh, here we go. I, I want to use my knowledge of networks, so like an interface check mm -hmm. or basic tech. I don't know. But I'm looking for... A quick solution you know like in video games like there's a rogue ai going off you've got to make your way to the to the mainframe core and reset it mm -hmm. uh, i'm thinking is there something like this that exists on this ship 
because clearly the system has been compromised. I can I can jack into individual systems and battle off the AI that's in every single one, or I can find something so that I can reset it and maybe we can get what we're looking for a little bit less painless. Because I'm not the strongest netrunner in the world, but I'm hoping maybe I can roll an interface check and it will give me the knowledge necessary to understand if that exists. I will, in fact, allow that. Roll an interface check. Okay. <laughs> wow, I've never that seen such a bad roll. Dude, the, I think the I think the pseudo RNG is broken. Oh yeah. How yeah, many yeah, ones yeah. have we rolled? There is a ten percent chance of rolling a one every single time you make a roll. It, I'll That's admit a it seems five. a little it seems a little <laughs> egregious today. Minus five is an unbelievably poor roll. I don't think I've ever seen that. <laughs> We've been playing like for months. Somehow, <laughs> never seen it. You... Congratulations, buddy. That's the worst anyone has ever done. Somehow, it. you minus dice that don't have minus signs on them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you've you've managed yeah. a negative. I dice. Uh, so I guess in t if I was to role play this, on my turn, I would stand looking out into space, drooling out of my mouth, <laughs> <laughs> and then that's my go. <laughs> All right. Natalie, you behold Jarek staring off into space, drooling out of his mouth. <laughs> oh, Natalie's worried. Oh, she's worried now. Jonah misfired. Uh, apparently, she hit or he hit Jarex. Um, <laughs> but she's got a plan and she's got to see it through. So uh, she's gonna ready the EMP grenade. Where's uh, I don't see Robochan on the. Uh... It, it is gonna be Jim's turn first. Uh, oh well, you're you close said enough Natalie, to sorry. see. That's why I narrated that, and it was very—it was got completely it. reasonable for you to believe that I was cueing you. But it is, in fact, Jim's turn. Jim, you've got about a foot of clearance. What would you like to do? Uh, you punch the console. Roll one d10. I'm just gonna see, you know, what <laughs> okay. happens. Um, I've got a powerful punch. Go big boy. Six. Right. Well, okay. okay. As you punch it, like sparks arc all over the place, and the last thing that appears on each hit, each hit, each hit, <laughs> and it goes up another six inches, and then all the power dies. So you've now got eighteen inches of clearance under there. Okay, eighteen inches is enough to like army crawl through, right? That's I I could fit through an eighteen-inch gap, I think. What's your body score? Four. I'm not a yeah, I'm not a particularly fat or strong man. Yeah, you can make it. You're you're scrawny. Yeah, so I am going to, I'm going to first prop it up with a bunch of the tools to make sure it can't just randomly clang and cut me in half. And then I'm going to uh, roll underneath it. Okay. You, you, can't, you can't really roll, I don't think. Okay, Your well, I'll sideways shimmy then. I don't want to go yeah, like head you first, shimmy. you know, like sideways shimmy. Okay. All right. You shimmy underneath, you're in a large tunnel that leads into the rest of the workings of the ship uh, it's sort of an off map area where you can uh, flee to get away you can try to navigate the innards to find your way in a particular direction if you've ever been on an aircraft carrier or a cruise ship or other large vessel it can be extremely confusing especially when all the signs are written in a language you don't understand mm. and it's not designed for easy ease of access is there um is there a grated floor does it look like they're going to be able to... Is, is there easy kind of air duct or grated floor access yeah, from one to the yeah, other? Yeah, these things 
Yeah, these things are going to be able to chase you, and they're pretty yeah, fast. Mighty. All right. Well, I was hoping that wouldn't be the case. I suppose best case scenario, it's an escape from the robot. But I'm going to take a quick scout around. Is there any... Um, are there any, like, maps on the walls, emergency exit signs, things that would be obvious even without a knowledge of Japanese, things that are kind of just ubiquitous across all cultures? Roll a perception check. Uh, 16. Okay, uh, there's no emergency exit signs, but based on some of the, the essential signage, you believe you could navigate up or down got that much figured out you know how to get right. your way towards you know a ladder that'll take you in one direction or the other okay and it's not like we found any ways of going up or down when we were in the previous room so at Correct. least that's progress of some kind um i i'm gonna poke my head back underneath the door i mean who who's the largest person in the group is it jonah jonah's body jonah score Monarch is six the monarchs mm -hmm. is what five or six six as well yeah okay the two of so, them are, are pretty we're thickums what um d intuitively i feel like i would have an understanding of whether or not they could fit through that gap like i would have some idea mm -hmm. uh, would i d would i think that was likely uh alex if you know if you had to imagine, say, a well-known uh, actor, former wrestler, TV personality, etc., just based on that, you know, I'm talking about a hypothetical person in this case, based yeah. on that person's physique, how many inches, do you think a foot and a half of clearance would be enough to get those pecs through the doorway? Uh, hold on, we're going to have to... Have you got a tape measure at your desk? I do, actually. I have one near... Uh, Cynthia! <laughs> you could you fetch me a tape measure, my love, from the closet? Stella's in the way. By the way, you look like you're wearing cyberware for a headset. Cost headphones, baby. Buy cost stock now. Go for it. Trust me. <laughs> I All mean, right? I didn't realize because... that you were getting paid for them. I wouldn't have brought nope, attention. Not to getting it. paid at all. Not getting paid at all, dude. Just fifty-six dollars on the share. Called it at seventeen. Just an FYI, I'm a genius. <laughs> Got the golden touch. Yeah. The golden recommendations by members of the Red Sky City Cash should not be taken as financial advice. Do not peak productions. Yeah, is not responsible for any financial decisions made based on watching the show. And if you are yeah. able to understand that, congratulations. All right, here we are. Eighteen. This is 18, uh, eight, 18, uh, yeah. yeah, this is around right here. 18 inches, could you uh, fit? It would be a buddy? really tight fit, giving the individual that we are speaking are of here. I mean, you know, this is 18. Are you measuring, like, nip to blade? Or, like, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, well, yeah. under the door. <laughs> I'm thinking, like, uh, you know, I've like, I think... I've never heard that as a, as a standard measurement before. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it is. <laughs> nip to blade. So, yeah. you know, it's actually doable. I mean, look, I know like one or two people that fit that physique. Uh, I would say that if they had it, if they had to make their way through it, it was very doable to do so. Mm. But mm. it would be okay. So I would. It, it would so be. I would. Fit. I would think that it would be a squeeze if it was possible. Yeah. So that's yeah. doable, but you're not going to be like sliding through and immediately getting out of the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Okay, well, after a quick scout around, I'm going to roll back underneath and kind of okay. communicate my findings to Monarch as well and, like, say to him that it's a last resort. We can actually escape that way if the robot is too bad, but the gnats will follow us. What kind of armor are you wearing, Monarch? Uh, a light armor, Jack. All right. It's going to add a little bit. It's not like a full inch thick armor. It's like probably a quarter inch. I don't know. It's it's not super specific on it, and I think it's a somewhat flexible material. It won't make it easier, but I don't think it'll make it impossible. No, All right, it so actually, you... it, we should be cleared. Uh, you know, looking at the size, it, it, it doesn't seem like it's impossible to fit through. It just, you know, you're just, you're not going to be, you're not going to look cool doing it. That's basically yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll, I'll find some oil spill on the floor and just lather mm -hmm. Jonah up. I was thinking of Lube Man from Watchmen. Yeah. Oh, yeah, just... Thing. <laughs> what yes. a dangling thread, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you've now moved back onto the other side. You've propped it open. You've got 18 inches of clearance. You may be able to do, like, one small thing. You've kind of butts around, and it's been a long three seconds. Anything else? No. Nothing All right. else. Natalie, it's your turn. <sighs> Natalie, um has a plan of EMPing as many of the nanobots and also this robot as she can. But she doesn't have eyes on the robot yet, does she? I don't believe you do. So step one... Well... These nanobots are right in front of me. Ah, fungal. I'm gonna try and lure them away, Jonah! Here we go. Um... Gonna just go here and try and peep down the long way. What do your corpo eyes see? Maybe oh, up in, like, I don't know, that direction. Is that like a perception roll? Uh, nope. I, I can kind of see from here. You don't have a lot of light. The only light is what's shining in through the crack in the hole. So you really wouldn't be able to see much. There's probably something well, really I'm big, like, you know. Over off in the shadows, over here, <laughs> somewhere. It does seem big. Um, <laughs> gonna take out that EMP grenade, gonna have it ready, and I'm hoping these nanobots follow me. And actually, can I get further? Yeah, if you use your action, oh, you can move twice. No, 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 no. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, uh, the action is taking out the grenade, right? Would I lose that? Mm, yeah, you would. You wouldn't be able to do that. So you can only move okay. up to your move, which is five. Which math checks right out. Here. Either of the either of these squares will work. I'll hug the boxes. Alright, taking cover. An excellent choice. Monarch, it is your turn. What do you do? Oh man, well I know that this thing is coming, but he also found a, an opening for us. And then I also have this 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 annoying little bastard right next to me. Luckily, I have just a solution for that. As has been my go-to multiple times here, I am merely just going to drift away over here. Let me just make sure I did that right. Yes, I did. And I will proceed to auto-fire on <laughs> to the swarm. Your cliff is looking pretty dry at this point. Uh, uh, you, I you have a definitely... hundred shots. Right. Total. But not yeah. like in one clip. The assault rifle has a standard magazine of 25 shots. Auto fire, I believe, uses 10 of those. Yes, you are right. 
means you this have is why we should all use melee weapons. Don't need to worry about it. <laughs> well, I don't have one. I can shoot a rocket launcher. I'm perfectly fine to do that. <laughs> don't do that. You, God you could reload to a fresh clip, which would mean you'd have one clip with five bullets, and you'd have your 25 bullets back. Um, but right now, you cannot auto-fire. What happens oh, if I reload? I, I've never had to do this before. If I reload, then... That takes your action. What about a shotgun? How would a shotgun work dealing with this? Uh, if you're loaded with, like, AoE shot or slugs. Doesn't I don't know if we've ever actually had to make that differentiation. Because the, both shots do exist in this world. Uh, for, for this time, I'm going to go ahead and say that your shotgun will do pretty good. Your shotgun will do good. All right. Let's look at some ranges here because I, I moved... I don't know if I can... If you are going to use your... You're a tactical individual. If you knew your clip was out, which you're a good solo, you would. If you knew you were about to use your shotgun, which you're a good solo, you would. Then you'd know that the optimal range for a shotgun is face shooting range, which it is. Uh, and yeah. so you'd be able to do so. Okay, so I'm just going to rescind my previous move. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm just going to shoot him with the shotgun. That's what we're going to do. All right. Roll shoulder arms. Shoulder arms. Hold up. And boop. 20. Blammo. Roll damage on the shotgun. Is that 5d6? Yes, sir. Okay. Seven. I'm going to judge this as effective as auto fire, so it does half damage. Damn it. But it doesn't do, like, no damage, which it would if it was uh, the other thing. So, eight points of damage. Blammo. It's a good shot. The swarm is still kicking. Yeah. Um, I still have movement, right? Yes, sir. Is Jim under the the thing already? Is he? Is Jim he came inside? back around I, I back to out. this side. Okay. Um, I am gonna move myself just over here. Uh, or some movement, but yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. And I'll end my turn. All right. It's air swarm time. Yay. This cloud is going to continue to attack Jonah. <gasps> this other cloud is going to swarm in. Both of these swarms are going to attack Jonah. Oh, no. I need Jonah to roll two evasion <gasps> checks, please. I got a 17 on my first attack. Roll for These it. These things are ridiculous. Oh. No! Jonah does not have luck. Yeah, you saw me scrolling, were you? <laughs> NPCs do not have luck. So, the first one's going to be a hit. We'll resolve that after we roll this second attack. Doable. Evasion check. He's consistent, though. Yes, he is. All right. <laughs> he is consistent. This, uh, Jonah's armor is only half effective against this, so Jonah takes six points of damage, and his armor is ablated by one. Mm. Also, Jarex, make sure that you ablated your armor. Don't remember if you did earlier. I did, I did, yeah. I did. All right, uh, there's one more swarm right here. It's going to attack Jim, who's the closest. <laughs> That's my plan. <laughs> you are the worst. You got my, you got my brother killed, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it always comes back. And they, yeah, 
they, that's what the drones buzz out. Roll an evasion check. Holy moly. Let's go, Josh. Now. Let's go, Josh. You got this. Uh, big roll. Big roll. Uh, Dude, not have this. Your, this damage will be reduced. Ooh! Ew. Take 15 points of damage, and your armor is ablated by one point. Holy moly. 15 <laughs> points of damage? Oh, my God. I don't They're have any die. of those left. <laughs> yeah, I probably... I feel bad now. I probably should have taken that hit. <laughs> Meanwhile, you said the... Jonah's armor was also ablated? Yes, by one point. Okay. On the far side of the map. The robot is saying things in Japanese, but none of you understand it. However, you may have heard the word Arasaka at one point. <laughs> uh, Natalie, roll a perception check. Natalie's rolling a perception check. <laughs> Gonna go like this as she scrolls through the list. And Me it's too. good. Okay. This is a large walker. It is heavily armored. It has a optical unit on the top that's attached to some kind of heavy gun. And slung on the side is is what is clearly a flamethrower. And the pilot light is on. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, Natalie's going to relay all this back over the comms. She doesn't have a cool button that makes her voice sound awesome, but uh, she does sound very technical when she's describing this robot. And uh, yeah, it sounds a lot like something out of the Gundam universe. So I'm going to put a lot of those assumptions on there. All right. And again, it's, it's transmitting. It has a speaker. It's saying something. None of you know what it is saying. It is Jonah's turn. Jonah is hurting. He's not hurting as bad as Jim is. What would Jonah like to do? <laughs> Does Jonah know Japanese? I'm asking you. I have no idea. Uh, he does not. What a shame. Network uh, 54 Jonah... doesn't do a lot of business with Japan. Yeah, nobody seems to anymore. Because I feel like there used to be English writing all over Japanese stuff. They really seem to stop doing that. So weird. Uh, Jonah is... There's still a lot of that left in Night City. Like, other Japanese corporations are still allowed to operate in Night City. Just Arasaka got banned. Okay, mm. so what makes me wonder on this ship, like, Japan, like, everything's in English as well. Mm. Like, road signs and instructions. There's none of that on here, though. So, one of the things about Saburo Arasaka, who's the head, like, the original head of the, or the corporation, is that he was kind of not into that. Got it. I'll take from that what I need in that I'm not going to get any help from English writing. Uh, what I want to know with Jonah is if I line up, moves over here, and we line up the microwave gun, that's going to kill both the swarms, right? It is a single shot weapon. It only targets one target. Now, here is what I will say. You go before the swarms do. I do, Natalie. I do. And I'm just... Yeah, I I'm guess... I'm just gonna put this right here real quick you know i see that but jonah's actually gonna move closer to natalie for two reasons one uh he wants to protect her from this robot that she's not quite sure that she can see and two uh this way she can emp everything in a bit <laughs> all right he moves does he do anything else uh yeah he'll take 
Oh, uh, how many EMP shots do I have? I have five left. I believe so. Production has this been is keeping a, track for us. This is a good amazing. target. Four it has four shots left. Does okay. You're saying the the two setups are a good target. I should shoot one of them. The nano swarms. I mean, I think the EMP grenade. Well, no, no, but it's Jonah's turn. Mm -hmm. He has the microwave gun. And I may or may not have bought the microwave gun exactly for this purpose, which is slowly walking towards us trying to kill us with a flamethrower. Yeah, I think I'm going to save it for the robot. <laughs> so yeah, Jonah's behind cover here. Uh, he's going to ready the gun to take out the robot. But in the meantime, he has a grenade. Can he chuck it behind him at these things? Absolutely. Grenades are successful before. Let's do it, Jonah! You do it behind All right. him. Have him throw oh, he's, an... He's not... <laughs> have him roll an athletics check. Wait, wait, what kind of grenade? Uh, just a boom grenade. A fragmentation okay. grenade. <laughs> I like boom grenade. No! <laughs> Jonah! You came so close to me, too. Yeah, very bad. <laughs> Remember us. Oh, no! Roll 66. Oh, no! Why is it 6? It was 46 oh, before. Oh, those those frags have always been 66. You just got a really Jonah. bad roll last time. Yes! Okay, Jonah goes, he pulls out the pin, he hurls the pin across the room, he looks at his hands and realizes what he's holding, and it explodes. Oh. Uh, armor will work this time, so your full armor value is applied against this damage. So I believe Jonah's going to take... How much armor does Jonah have left? Got 10 body armor and 11 head armor. Okay, so Jonah's going to take 13 damage and Natalie is going to take 12 damage. And this grenade, basic grenades are armor piercing. So both of your body armor is ablated by two points. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Oh, God. So you said Natalie took 12 points of damage? Yes. Uh, and those, let's talk about these wooden boxes here for a moment, right? The ones that were kind of giving you some cover. Uh, let's just, let's just see. Okay, so that's wood. Uh, it's, yeah, those are gone. Oh, God. <laughs> those I are saw gone. Say they contained, like, missiles or something Utonium. stupid. <laughs> yeah. Nope, they are just, they are destroyed. They no longer provide cover. And this gigantic robot. It has a direct line of sight to both of you. Awesome things. <laughs> Jerax, it's your turn. What would you like to do? Only good Jump off the ship here. is what I would like to do. That is Run an away. option. That is an option. This is ridiculous. I mean, I didn't sign up for this. This has just escalated so poorly. Um, I am going to rack my brain for a solution um to this rogue ai problem because i'm not leaving until i get what i came for so i'm gonna roll interface again if that's allowed no that last interface check represented your best effort you can use wow. other skills if you'd like you can't you can't skills. roll if, to see if you know something or can figure out something if you want to re-roll you have to change the conditions you can't just try again okay so use a different skill or a different question, or add additional information to the situation. If that is the case, oh, God Almighty! I mean, this situation just sucks. 
Um, these are going to get blown up. I am going to run and circle back with everyone else, I think. Were none of those in the blast radius? Also? Okay. At the moment, you and Jonah are the blast radius. We'll talk about okay. a new blast radius in a moment. Uh, oh, good. Yeah, I'm gonna... I'm gonna run to the others, and that'll be okay. my go. Alright. Bye! You get a glimpse <laughs> um, of the gigantic robot as you run. Yeah, and I'm gonna shout tactical retreat. I think we should leave. We may, uh, yeah, we should, we should uh, regroup, regroup, please, regroup, over. <laughs> Jim, it is your turn. What do you do? Well, Jim approves of this message. You know, like when you see a politician at the end of a, a statement, like a statement is like, <laughs> Jim Fingers approved this message. That's that's essentially what I'm saying over the communications advice right there. I'll also let everybody else know that I've opened up a hatch to somewhere else. Um, that's probably too small for big robots to get through. And yeah, I mean, that's honestly, that is about it. I guess I'll, there's nothing else that I'm going to be able to do, but I suppose I would shout. Uh, if anyone's looked inside the crates, does anyone know whatever's inside the crates? And uh, just flammable and would, stuff. I'm going through the door. I'm I'm not fighting that swarm. I'm leaving. Okay, you squeeze back under the door, and are you going to head just further along on this floor yeah. up yeah. or um, down? Well, how far through am I before I can see like a ladder or something that goes upwards? Uh. It's within one move, I think. Okay, all right. Um, and the follow-up question I have as well is, when we entered the hull of the ship, what kind of level were we at? All right, so if the ship is 21 stories from all the way up at the top to, like, at the top of the bridge mm -hmm. to all the way down at the bottom, then I would say you would have to be on roughly way up above the water line and then there's another so pretty high up there on... because there's a lot that's underneath the water line in most ships. yeah yeah you're pretty high up you're probably on floor like 12 and if you go up four more floors you'll be on the uh, deck wait okay one two three four five six seven eight yeah okay so i'm gonna say if it's you said it was 21 stories floor 14 is the deck and you're currently on floor 12 okay deck 12 so if you go up two decks you'll be on like where all those gigantic cargo containers are right and i would imagine that any control units would generally speaking be somewhere close to the deck so normal, um... on, under normal circumstances a ship like this would be controlled from two places the engine room but that would just be like manually controlling the power should yeah. all be automated and if there were any human controls they should be built into the con tower which is above the deck right okay all right well that's where i'm gonna head towards then i'm gonna start heading okay. upwards and i'm gonna shout back for D -d grab the others <laughs> i'm going up I i'm wasting no time meddling with swarms of killer ant drones nuh-uh okay. that ain't me all right jim Descends into the darkness of the ship. Or ascends, right? I'm going upwards. Ascends, yes. Uh, 
plunges into the darkness in an upwards direction. <laughs> Natalie, what would you like to do? Um. Yes, thank you for the red box. <laughs> uh, let's see. Natalie wants to throw this EMP grenade at the robot, but here's the thing. Jonah does not want her to. Jonah wants her to escape. Mm -hmm. Um. We also have the, yeah, we're gonna throw the EMP grenade at these two. No, wait a fuck, jeez. Um. Natalie's, like, looking in her backpack with all the grenades, and Jonah's like, leave! Uh, <laughs> like a Mary Poppins backpack, you're pulling out plants and ladders and all sorts. <laughs> An entire floor lamp. A baby photo of monarchs in there. <laughs> How'd that get in there? Dang it. Amaria. Uh, can I swap the grenade in my hand, or is that a whole move there? Because I'd like to use a smoke grenade and then try to escape. Hmm. You could definitely use the smoke grenade, but you wouldn't also be able to... Mm. I will let you use the smoke grenade and run, but the EMP grenade will then be stowed on your person. Yeah, that's... that's fair. Um... Gosh, Natalie, are we really gonna run? Oh, you coward. Yeah. She gotta go. Corpo never trained her for this. Um, and that smoke grenade, does that fill up more of a space than that red box? Nope, it fills up the same space as the red box, giving everything that attempts to cross through it that the smoke would impede a minus four penalty. Got it, so that would make it hard for the robot to see if I'm on the opposite side Correct. of the smoke as well. Yeah, let's chuck it, Natalie, with the smoke grenade. Okay, roll an athletics check. Oh, baby. Okay, 11, Natalie. roll... Roll 1d8. It's going to scatter. Uh, not if I... Ah, uh, no. I don't know how many luck I have to add, so fuck it. It would kind of be a lot. Yeah. Okay. Roll 1d8. Yep. It's going to scatter one square in that direction. One, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. It scatters one square this way. Boop. You can now move. Natalie, let's book it. And I can run through the smoke, no problem, right? Absolutely. You only get one uh, one move. You can't double move this turn. Got it. Oh. Friends hit. There we go. <laughs> right. Monarch, it's your turn. Followed by the air swarm, followed by Big Chungus. Oh, man. Um. All right. Uh, I reloaded my clip. Or was that an action? You That's an action. You switched to the shotgun, which has three more shots. Got it. Okay. So I can shoot and then bolt it into the room, right? Correct. Cool. That's However, exact... you're only going to, because it is a squeeze, you're just going to get, like, you're going to be halfway under the door when you go. Oh, you bet. So I, I have a better chance of just destroying this thing. Well, you're shooting first, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go for the shot. I'm right. gonna go for the shot. Shoot the shot. Shoulder arms. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Need to hit 26. It's a pity that crits don't crit on crits. They only crit on other crits. Roll damage on the shotgun. And damage roll. 21 with a crit, oh, with a six. 
damn you blow this thing away you there's bits and pieces of tiny robot and and shot all over the back of the wall annihilated targeting nice about robots you, you killed it the nice thing about robots is they don't have death saves sweet yeah well uh, not only am i taking out humans on the reg but i think it's safe to say i ripped the gooches out of these nanobots all right uh, i'm going i'm going inside I'm making my way in all right walking fast it is now air swarm time they move straight towards the closest thing which is pretty much all that they've been doing this entire time oh no and they're still going to attack but they get a minus four on this natalie roll an evasion check your evasion check is not modified. Come on, Natalie. Kills the Natalie. Ooh. Okay, well, that one's probably going to be fine unless you royally... Yeah, you're fine. Oh, <laughs> thank God. Let's go. Let's go, Nat. Let's go, Nat. And the other one is going to go swarming around. Roll a second evasion check against... Drum roll. No! Got... It's an 11. It's an 11 because they're in the smoke. You're fine. Oh! And you would have been fine anyways because, yeah. you know, defenders win ties. So through the smoke, they're like, <laughs> you can hear more <laughs> buzzing below, but no more oh. arrived this turn. Natalie yells at him, fine. You just imagine Natalie going in. It's like, oh, yeah. oh I'm good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and just like, oh. <laughs> the gigantic robot prompts directly up to Jonah. It looks <laughs> down at him it's weapons oh, train on him for a moment it says something in japanese that none of you can understand all you caught was the word Arasaka. then it turns from him towards the air swarm of drones <gasps> protector bot it is jonah's turn also, this thing's move speed is four, so it's been double moving every single round and just... Okay, so it's not a friend, it's just tired. <laughs> I see you, Joseph. Um, Jonah is uh, gonna take a tactical choice here, and uh, if he joins Natalie, can we do an EMP handoff? Because I had to stow the other one to... He can move to you and use his action to take the EMP grenade. Uh, he will do this thing. Is there any way he can also like draw the ire of these guys? Like neener neener. Yeah. Yeah. How how would he go about <laughs> doing that? Um, he comes into the smoke just like not about you. Stay away from her. You stay away. Stop it. <laughs> they buzz back. Yeah, that's, I'll take that as affirmation. Uh, he's got the EMP grenade now, and he is standing in the smoke with Natalie. All right. Jerax, it's your turn. You can't see shit. There's a huge cloud of smoke, and you hear a big robot speaking Japanese. I am running away. <laughs> just just, just yep. put your arms out behind you. You'll run faster. I am looking out, though, for any diagram of the ship on the walls. You know how they will be like... There'll be diagrams of things with escape routes for fire exits and things. I'm looking for anything that would give me an idea of the map of the ship. 
because I'm taking into account what you said about like, well, that's the best role you have unless you gain more inform information. So I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm on the look for some information about the layout of the ship. Okay. It will take you an action to like properly scan. You might notice something right now as you run, yeah. which you haven't yet. But in order to actually stop and analyze it, you're going to need to use an action and a perception check or a basic tech or a deduction or whatever. Mm -hmm. All right, Jim, your turn. You are climbing. Yes, I am. Um, <clears throat> I, I, I am climbing and looking behind me just to make sure that there's at least some other people following me. I'm not aware of any yep. of the ruckus happening. In, well, I suppose I'd be still on the comms. But um, I'm just going to kind of leave the rest of them to it. I'm just going to truck upwards towards the next level. Okay. You are now on floor deck 13. You are one deck below. One below the deck. deck. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, what do I see? Do I see? Uh, I'm looking out for swarms. I'm looking out for um, access points. I'm looking out for... Uh, maps on the wall again like emergency route maps normally people i don't know whether they did it like this in the old days but in the time that i live in people have fire exits and not just fire exits but fire plans like if a, if a fire breaks out take this route it's the most efficient route to the exit and they're posted every 40 meters on a ship like this so i don't know whether the japanese are just a bit more laissez-faire with that kind of stuff it has more to do with the fact that it's largely an AI-based ship, but you do notice something. Uh, okay. You are on the fastest fire escape route, but you notice the other end of that fire escape route. On deck 13, there is a passageway that leads to a human-sized door. Hmm. And it has a bed icon on it. Hmm. Okay. Decisions, decisions. Um, I think... I think I'm going to wait here for the rest of the group to get back, and then we can discuss the next avenue of, of the search. Instead of me just plodding down, um, uh, like, you know, deck by deck by deck. Where did, where did you say it was again? It was... On deck 13. So deck 14 is like the, you're standing under the open sky. Once you get up right. to deck 14... Okay. You're on deck 13, which is one level below that. All the decks uh, 15 through 21 are all part of the tower. Normally, right. the tower is where crew habitation would be as well. So it's weird right. that there's a bed icon here. Well, then I'm going... Uh, yeah, if it's on this deck, then I'm going to go and search for it. I'm going to go and take a okay. take a route around and try and look for it. All right, It's right there. It's actually, like, really, really close. Oh, the, the human-sized door is, like, right in front of me? Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. like just down the corridor a few meters. You can, um, on your next turn, you can go in if you want. Yep, yep. I'm going to trundle towards it, and I'm going to tinker with the door and see how it opens, and I'll go in on my next turn. Okay. You are in that position. Next up, Natalie. Okay. What would you like to do? Um, hmm. Natalie is going to... Well, she's already given Jonah one of the EMP grenades. She's going to take the other one in her hand and also give it to Jonah, yeah? She's got <laughs> yep, two EMP okay. grenades? Sweet. He now has both of them. And now we're gonna leave. One, two, three, four. Actually, let's go. 
Uh, is this um, this is a server rack here to the south of Natalie? No, that is a repair bay. Repair bay. Okay. You can go underneath if you had some large piece of machinery on top of it. You could crawl underneath it there, like in a car shop. Okay, so it's a hole in the ground. So Natalie is. Mm -hmm. We don't want to go there. We're just gonna run five straight ahead. One, two, three, four. One more now. All right. So you passed off the other EMP grenade. Jonah has both of them, and you dipped. Monarch, it's your turn. You are squeezing through. You can finish squeezing through, and you can almost catch up to Jim Fingers. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna do that um because there's not really much for me to do here so yeah that is exactly what i would do squeeze through go to gym have his six but if someone hits him all good all right <laughs> oh sorry i was muted that's the whole point of having my six is that you're covering me if you're if you're fine with me getting whacked what, what are you doing just checking out my butt no 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 i mean i'm gonna I'm going to have your back, you know, like, don't, you know, like I got you covered, but like if something were to hit you, you know, like whatever, right? Like, <laughs> what? like what, what do I, you I do? You know, what, what do you do? What do you do? In that? You, you put yourself in bad situations all the time. You know, I can only do so much. Right, I mean, right, I you know, I'm not a, I'm not a wizard, you know, I'm a solo. <laughs> Damage him. Oh, hey, actually that works out really well. That's like a that's like a Star Trek <laughs> reference. Damn it, Jim! I'm a solo, not a wizard. Anyway, so yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to Jim and just make Next outdated scene. Star Trek references. <laughs> All right, uh, you climb up the ladder. You can see that the next floor, you're on deck 13. When you go up one more deck, you're gonna be emerging out under the open ocean sky. But Jim has departed. He's investigating a strange door just down the corridor. Hmm. Nothing, nothing we can do about it yet. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm talking good. as a reaction, but all right. Both of the aired swarm drones are going to crowd around Jonah. Roll two evasion checks for Jonah. These attacks are at minus four. Jonah! Oh. That's a very large number. That is a very small number. <laughs> Jonah gets cut. <laughs> His armor takes away five points of this damage. He takes three points of damage, and his armor is ablated by one point. I swear uh, to God, you... if you kill Jonah. Look, it's not me. It's the robots. My second attack, I got a seven. Roll an evasion check. You can you can evade this, Jonah. You got this. Jonah, what are you doing, Jonah? Oh God, he still passed. Jonah. He still passed. Because you got minus four. You got minus four. We're in the smoke. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so You're fine. Just because that was the most logical <laughs> thing to happen with the pseudo RNG doesn't mean that he's dead. <sighs> You're freaking me out, man. He's so <laughs> precious to me. <laughs> okay. The walker steps up directly next to Jonah. Fires up its flamethrower. <laughs> and unloads the flamethrower <laughs> on the air swarm drones. Oh my guy! <sighs> yes! Robo it's friendly. I'm still running. <laughs> I, 
It's friendly and awful. Very poorly. <laughs> Does he fry <laughs> Jonah? Very <Extremely> poorly. <laughs> it lights Jonah up. <laughs> yeah, Jonah is an MVP. That'd be horrible, them. wouldn't it? <laughs> Poor Jonah. <laughs> That'd be horrible. Oh God. <laughs> oh no. Oh uh, no, it just misses. Even though that'd be a lot funnier. Uh, <laughs> Natalie, you just see fire spewing out of the cloud in random... <laughs> the the flamethrower sort of sputters as if it hasn't been used for a really long time. But you see little bursts of flame jutting out of the cloud of smoke, which is illuminated from within. Like a really cool rave. It is now Jonah's turn. Well, I'll let you know the first thing Jonah does on his turn is say, I'm okay, miss! <laughs> oh, so Natalie can breathe. Um... Jonah, wow, you got two EMP grenades, and everything looks like an EM, EMP nail. Um, <laughs> that wasn't it. Yeah, that's the uh, same. Jonah is confused that he was so near to death, and the robot chose not to kill him. So he's actually going to use this time to just kind of whoop around this wall over here. Okay. Um... And uh, can he do anything to, like, help himself stabilize or recover? Because he is he not wounded, uh, and he doesn't have any critical injuries, and he doesn't have any healing items, no. Um, well, he's going to say, run, miss! And then he's going to try and use his perception, actually, to figure out what's going on here. Uh, like, for example, when he ran past the robot, did the robot show any ability to track him? Or it doesn't seem to be locking onto him. It, roll perception at minus four because he's in the smoke. Oh, he just... Nine. Employee record indicates fluency in Japanese. Switching communication. Employees evacuate immediately. Employees, evacuate immediately. Hey! I think this is a security robot! I think it might not be a problem for us. Wait, how... Does Jonah speak Japanese? No, the robot was speaking English just then. Oh, what the heck? Yeah, I don't know why he oh. switched, but I'm grateful for it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Thanks, robot. It was after Jonah shouted, I'm okay. Oh, okay. Good thing he didn't say die, Jobu. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that one's for the weaves. <laughs> All right, Jerax, it's your turn. You just heard the robot uh, switch to English, say that employee record indicates fluency in Japanese, and then tell all employees to evacuate immediately. Do, do I hear buzzing? Yes, there are more what? drones coming. Yeah, I'm getting out of here. <laughs> all right. Um, uh, I don't need all my movement, but I am going to use my movement, and then I'm going to take an action to see if there are any um, blueprints on the walls, just so I can get an indication of what the structure of this place is like. Okay. Roll perception. Um, yes. I will. <laughs> Holy moly! Okay, yeah, you, uh, I mean, 
Jim ran past it because it was sort of really corroded away. It was like a sign on the wall that had almost been completely eradicated. But you have a basic layout of the ship. Roll a new interface check to see if you can figure out what the deal might be. Okay. I'll... 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 I'll use my last luck on that. Let's get around 10. Alright. The most logical place for master control, there are going to be two locations. One will be near the engine. In the bowels of the vessel. The other one will be in the con tower, which would be where a human crew would interface with the AI that's in charge of controlling the ship, where master control would be located. It'll be at the very, very top. Okay. Either of those locations should work. I would then uh, take a moment to share with everybody over the comms what I've learned, which basically would be... I tried to check into the interface, but... Uh... Oh, wait, Natalie, are you doing... Oh, you're still finding robots? Um, I... No, it's different. Over. Not quite that. Uh, are you guys okay? Are you, uh, I'll wait. I'll wait until you're over. I'll wait. Okay, I'll wait. I, I, I'll wait until you guys are over here. <laughs> and then I'm not going to communicate anything that I've learned until we're all collected and not just spilling information in the heat of battle. You know. <laughs> all right. You can see people climbing up the ladder. Uh, you can see the monarch's ass, though not super well in this light. Um, <laughs> Fat. Hey. Thick. <laughs> Very uh -huh. thick. Pound cake. Mm. <laughs> All right. Jim, do you open the door? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to... I would like to say, though, what, what kind of door am I looking at here? What's the opening mechanism? What do I... Like, am I just clanging this bad boy open? Because I wouldn't do that. I'm, we're already in danger. I know there's, like, big robots around. I'd be sneaking around as much as possible. Okay, cool. Well, stealth check. The door has an electronic mechanism, but it also has like a crank, a big latch that you can use to open it. Right. The electronic mechanism is not powered. You have a 15 on stealth, so anything that wants to detect is going to have to beat that. Okay. You open the door? Yes. Yeah. I, I okay. stealthily as possible open the door. On the other side of the door is a quiet space. Bunks line either side of this chamber. There's a, a couple of tables in the middle. The chairs are kind of scattered around by the motion of the waves over the years, whatever storms have happened, they've scattered around in various places. And there's different objects scattered around on the floors as well. All the beds have bed rolls, which are neatly wrapped up and a small flower is pinned to every single bedroom you can see uh, there are some bottles of alcohol that have long since gone bad sort of lying around in different places uh, a couple of dirty magazines long since corroded away you can barely tell like the outline of it uh, but this room it's very very quiet hmm I'm assuming it's the. Was it th there was a flower associated with the logo of Arasaka, wasn't there? Or am I thinking There's of something a, else? The green pheasant is associated with. Ah, yeah, the Hanukkah pheasant. Arasaka's um, 
Okay, action. well, well then the first thing that strikes me is the flower being weird. Can I inspect that a little closer? Sure. As you go to take a look at them, you can tell some of the bedrolls used to have actual organic flowers pinched to them, but most of them are plastic fake flowers. Right. There's a, a few different ones. There's an orchid, there's a lily, there's a rose. Uh, they're all white. Does that mean anything to me, culturally or symbolically, when it comes to, uh, I don't know, at that time, Japanese culture or Arasaka or uh, indicative of, I don't know. Well, fun fact about being a, uh, a fixer is that you actually have, there's an ability attached to it that lets you have a, a ton of cultural familiarity with a lot mm. of different cultures and subcultures. It was originally a color associated with mourning. It has other associations as well, but mourning, grieving is definitely one of them. It would be an appropriate flower for a funeral. Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to inspect the rest of the room to try and find out um, anything else I can about the people that were here. Like what security level they were, um, what their job role was, if possible. I mean, if there's any identification or um, even better, like access cards, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm all very useful i'm a glutton for info and i've come here to discover secrets and I, this seems like a prime space to spend very many minutes exploring rooting out every little piece of info okay uh we're gonna cut back to you in a moment to see what you find you have come across a diary and we will pick up on that in a moment Back to Natalie Smith. Hmm. What would you like to do? There's a whole bunch of stuff happening behind you. Jonah just took cover in the room. There's fire and smoke. What do you do? Well, Jonah won't get himself to safety until I get myself to safety. So let's do that. One, two, three, four, five. Look at that. Nobody can see me either. <laughs> um, Natalie is going to move five. And then I think... Um, Go five towards the exit. One, She's going to say, Jonah, hurry! All right, so you just full-on take cover behind that wall and dash. Not a bad plan. Monarch, Jim just entered the room. Do you follow him, or do you keep climbing upwards? Do I know what's in the room? You do not. You know what? I said I was going to watch your six, so I'll, I'll watch your six. I'll keep watching you. I'll keep Thank letting you. you lead the way. I got your back, buddy. I got your back. All right. Monarch, as soon as you enter the room, you oh, immediately recognize it as a security barracks. The reason it's in an odd position, the crew would be dwelling up in the con tower. This is where, like, an active security team, if there was meat space security on the ship, would dwell. The lockers on along the wall are gun lockers. Oh, snap. So this is like actually a little barracks. What kind of guns are we talking about here? Assault rifles. I like assault there is, rifles. There, one of them is still, has not been ruined by, one of them is still there. The rest of them are all gone. Uh, 
let's let's see what skills you've got. Uh, pick pick a skill to read the situation, and based on what skill you pick, I'll give you different information beyond what I've already told you. Um, I think just perception probably works out. Okay. For this, roll perception. Yeah, perception. Fifteen. All right. Every single one of these bedrolls and living spaces was cleaned and deliberately set with these white flowers in position. Almost all the guns are gone. There's only one gun still there. None of the combat gear is present. There's like little, not personal mementos, but little comfort items, cigarettes, you know, porn, booze, scattered around in the area. Obviously. Almost everything else of significance is gone. And it was done not in a hurry. It was done kind of slowly and deliberately. I mean, something's... This is weird. Uh, would I know the significance of the White Rose? Um, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say uh, you don't have any skills that would tie you further into that unless there's anything in your own background. This is you know not from your cultural background, but you might be able That's to true. infer something. No, nothing I can. And it's think not of. all roses. It's various white flowers. Okay, various white flowers scattered about. Yeah, I mean this is really odd. And uh, can I can I um, can I inspect the the rifle just to see the type of make and model that it is? Sure, it's an Arasaka produced weapon because they are a a, a PMC and they do their own weapon production as well. It's old. It definitely dates back to the Fourth Corporate War, so it's a couple of decades old. It's in. It's not anything exceptional or special, but it is definitely well made. Yeah. Is this like the rifles that were inside of the bunker? Yes, this would match. Okay. Okay. Well, first thing, I'm going to take the ammo. Okay. Is there ammo present? Yeah, take five clips. Five clips. Oh, five rounds each. So 125. Okay. Cool, because I've already used 80. Or no, uh, I'm down to 80 on my current ammunition. Um, All right, and there's no, uh, there's no like letters or pictures or anything like that that could indicate the individuals that were here i'm more just trying to like get a picture of like obviously so, this this was very deliberate so i'm trying to mm-hmm. see if this was if like perhaps there is uh ways for us to be able to get some information from some of the letters and stuff or, or some inf- whatever's around they it's almost all cleaned out like soldiers would have kept you know little pictures of their loved yeah, ones yeah, yeah. and whatever around that was the, the spots for these things are all there everything has been removed only object well thus far maybe next episode we can delve in a little bit deeper the only object of personal significance that you've been able to find so far is that uh josh has this little notebook got it well i mean i really don't have much else to investigate so that is going to be my turn okay next up the air swarm cloud the uh air swarm drone clouds
fly at full speed. One of them flies towards Natalie. The other one flies up to Jonah straight through the smoke cloud. Ooh, uh, let me fix the ominous darkness real quick. Alright, anyways, it's going to attack Jonah. Roll an evasion check. No more, uh, and it's out of the smoke cloud, so you don't get that minus four anymore. No, Jonah! Twelve versus shitty. Fifteen. That's not that is shitty a Minus five to this damage because it cuts through half your armor. Actually, what is Jonah's armor at right now? Seven. Oh well, then Jonah takes twelve points of damage. What? Well, it the melee attack ignores half of his armor, so only he gets three points of armor. Oh no. Oh, and it ablates his armor by one point. Doing some math over here, you got me. Got like 14 health. My guy's got 14 health. He's got two on the armor. He got five body armor. Employee health threatened. Gather unto the garden. The gigantic bot whirls around. Oh, and the swarm droid, the other cloud is going to use it's dash to move all the way up to close with you and it fires the flamethrower again right next to his face sweet jonah oh no at the swarm cloud not at jonah oh yes <laughs> given its history okay and it just spews a gout of flame all over the place Holy incinerating shit. the cloud because fire good we should have got flamethrowers guys i didn't <laughs> plan for flamethrowers <laughs> the underwater mission <laughs> yeah but, yeah that is no Rest water you must gather unto the garden proceeding and it starts walking out of the smoke what a chad it is Jonah's turn. What will Jonah do? <laughs> Jonah's gonna say, Robot friendly! Please don't attack it! Oh god, I'm coming! Uh, can he move the full... Well, he's wounded. How far can we move here? Minus two to his move speed. Okay, well you are right there, Jonah, behind the robot, back in the smoke. Uh, oh wait, I can move uh, double, right? To heal myself. And I'm wounded now? Do Can I take anything to become not wounded? Uh, no. I mean, maybe it. you can do first aid, but I don't think he can do it on himself just yet. Yeah, he's he's tough, but it's a process. Okay, one, two, three, four. So he's gonna come out and just try and don't attack the robot, robot, robot. Good. And he's like holding all his blood in. Delirious. <laughs> Punched out all my blood. Yerex, <laughs> it's your turn. Yes, I. Okay. The engine room would be down. The comms tower is up. Correct. Okay, I would relay this. Okay, guys, discovered some new information. I know that some of you are uh, busy at the moment fighting over some of the uh, robots. Uh, don't know why I'm taking so many pauses with my speech cadence, but I suppose when I'm talking over this comm system, it. Uh, 
really just reminds me of a pilot, so I'm dragging <laughs> it out quite a bit. Uh, we'll be arriving at our destination in approximately 20 minutes. We're approaching the landing uh, shortly. It's a lovely, beautiful day currently on the deck in the Pacific Ocean. Uh, the smell of the garbage isn't too strong today. And I uh, just want to let you all know that there should be a mainframe that we can reset in the Comstar or engine room. And there we'll be able to exterminate some of the rogue viruses that are inhabiting here. Over. Yep, talking is a free action and around lasts <laughs> three seconds. So do the math yourself. All of that in um, three seconds. That's crazy. Well, you know, in a comic book, like, you can have one panel where the guy throws a punch and delivers an entire monologue about the this true meaning of freedom. This is true. This is true. So, I mean, a whole episode of Dragon Ball centered around him doing a spirit ball. Goku did a spirit bomb. Remember that? And it, and yep. it took a whole episode to charge, like, not even halfway. And they had a full conversation. It makes no sense. It was like, you mean to tell me you spent 30 minutes doing this, Goku, and you couldn't get the damn thing charged, bro? What about the freaking universe? You know, it's it messed was, up. Yeah, it was ridiculous. There's the, the Dragon Ball Kai version, which cuts it all down, even watching that, it, would st it was still ridiculously long. It's insane. Yeah. What's nice, though, is that the villains obey sort of the, the etiquette of these things, and all <laughs> they do while you're gathering is they just stand there either mocking you and laughing or going, uh -uh! <laughs> it's it's very revolutionary war the level of respect right yeah, yeah it's it's true true honor true can honor. you believe we fought wars like that by the way that's actually crazy that it was oh, like spirit I bombs. Take a turn. <laughs> like like what i was still bombs. on the charges no, that was spirit bombs but revolutionary war like it was like <laughs> fire boom and then the next group like got in front and then they were like okay i guess i'm reloading my gun and waiting for you to shoot me dude we Fire are barely out of the trees I, I don't think it worked like that i saw the patriot starring that young actor mel gibson and it looked like that i don't think i would have believed warfare. you if you said you were around at the time <laughs> i was there i think whoever I participated it. would be very upset that this conversation is happening between these two sides right now they're like i was it... there again oh yeah i was oh, yeah, there right. two thousand years like ago. none of you remember <laughs> the, the british were the, the enemy and now they're in texas <laughs> uh, who won in the end of it <laughs> oh uh, god you won in the end of the heartland you got <laughs> What's to the heartland texas? all right oh. let's wrap this thing up jim in oh. your hands is a notebook. Almost yes. all the pages have been torn out on the last remaining page. It's a, it was a nice notebook, like leather bound. I had a, a, a silk ribbon to mark it, but almost all the pages have been torn out. There's only one left and it's got the same thing written in kanji and in uh, Roman lettering. The world is burning. We gather in the garden, solace together. Hmm. And we're going to go ahead and end our episode there and pick up uh, for the second half of the finale next time on Red Sky City. Oh, Lord. The we're all going to die. We're all going to die. No! Ah. <sighs>